0: PayCore knows HR teams are under pressure to recruit and retain top talent. You need more than HR tech. You need expertise at the core. Meet Paycor. Our technology saves you time. Our expertise helps you make a difference. paycorcom slash meet
1: What's up, guys? Welcome to the Shooter Shoot Podcast, the podcast where we get personal with notable Winnipeggers. If you haven't been with us before, here's what you missed.
2: That's how I, I got into finance, I guess, is because. Oh, yeah, that was a question. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds. I actually just threw up. <laughs> like, what? No. The peach chutney throws me out. Like, the cinnamon butt. Ba- I can't. A cinnamon, cinnamon
3: butt. Ba- ba- a witch told me. A witch told you. <laughs> yeah see the look on your face right I don't know if you're kidding! <laughs>
1: what is up, y'all? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Shooter Shoot podcast. I'm trying to find ways to like divvy up how I lead into this so you guys don't want to kill me every time you listen to an episode. Today's guest is the lovely and ever-hardworking Amber Joy. She owns Amber Joy & Co., which is a hair salon. Today we're going to be talking about her sponsoring the music event, Remedy, Shout out to Eric and George we had back on the show a couple weeks ago. Talk about rescue animals and rescue shelters, the placebo effect, psychology tips to growing a brand on social media, virtue signaling, the ice bucket challenge, not my Stella's, straws, recycling, hunting and killing of animals, Trump's wall, bad perceptions of Winnipeg, math slander, there's a lot of math slander in here, Tinder and people being so damn thirsty these days, and so much more, of course. I just want to say before I do the advertisement, Dwayne Casey's never done me any fucking favors in my life, and I hate him for it so much. So much. Like, oh, fuck. Anyways. We're keeping that. Do you feel
0: better keep- now? Do you feel like you've gotten some release?
1: Kind of, yeah, actually. I was like, oh, you know, the Pistons are at home. Maybe they can take a game on. Of- no, they can't. Anyways. Anyways. This episode, of course, as always, is brought to you by Jellyfish Float Spa. If you don't already know, Jellyfish Float Spa is the best place in Winnipeg to experience full therapy. Float therapy is where you lie in a pod with 10 inches of water and a thousand pounds of Epsom salts. It is not too closed in. You don't feel claustrophobic. Canon's
2: size of a regular four-door car. Yeah, the literally. Pontar.
1: And we're probably bigger than the average person. And I'd I, say. Yeah, I. I <laughs> I'd say. Feel, I don't feel <laughs> boxed in at all. Uh, you know, but it's awesome. You can relax completely. It's comfortable. You know, you can fall asleep. It's amazing. I've been a b- handful of times. Kanan's been a handful of times. It's been around since 2013, Jellyfish Float Spa. And it's not just float therapy. There's massage therapy and craniosacral therapy as well. If you use my code in the description below, the Shooter's Shoot. Or if you just mention you know me, you get 15% off any float there. That's not just the first one. It's any float. And say you know me, not Kanan. They don't like him as much. (laughs) So, run down to 894 St. Mary's. You know the deal. Get there ASAP. And of course, here we are in the studio with... Amber Joy.
0: What's up, what's up? <laughs>
1: of course. How are you today?
0: I am doing pretty good. How are you? I'm
1: okay. I'm okay. You know, yeah. it was minus 50 today, but...
0: Really, really cold. Oh, and man. I've had a cold for like two weeks, uh, so, you know, living yeah. life.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amber, of course, owns AJ Co. babe.
0: Mm-hmm. But my uh, actual salon name is Amber Joy and
1: Amber Joy Enco. Yeah, AJ
0: Co. babe, is actually our hashtag we started uh, for people to... You know, kind yeah, of yeah. community. Yeah,
1: know, yeah. Like oh, that. fuck yeah, totally. I botched that. I had that yeah. written down in my phone. I'm like, okay. like, don't mix these up.
0: Do you want to start again? No, fuck it. <laughs> people, people <laughs> know. Hey, you're human. You're allowed to make yeah. mistakes. That's how we grow.
1: Exactly. People know I'm dumb already. So <laughs> exactly. You <laughs> <laughs> should be like, oh, look at this dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: there's Bueno again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it's been a long day. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, um, when we had on um, the Remedy Guys, Eric was telling me that because I mentioned that we were going to have you on and you're mm-hmm. a sponsor for that. Uh, before we kind of launch into your story and how you got to the point of where you are at today and mm-hmm. you know starting the salon and all that... You want to talk about why you sponsored Remedy and what it kind of means to you?
0: Yeah, so uh, I mean mental health I think is really, really important and um, growing up, I experienced that with my own family. My dad actually committed suicide when I was 13. So um, I just feel like it's something that people need to be aware of that it's real and it happens to everyone. And um, I think sponsoring something where it's like with teens, especially nowadays, I can't even imagine being in high school and the pressures they're doing and feeling now Mm -hmm. um, compared to what I was feeling with social media and just yeah, the pressures of the world. So, um, I thought what Eric was doing was really cool, um, and I wanted to get involved to support that. So yeah,
1: yeah. Eric's also got a really adorable cat.
0: He's got several cats, and I believe some dogs too. Yeah. <laughs> I know.
1: I just know the one orange one that is.
0: Yeah, he's got really cute cats. I have three cats too. Really? Yeah, I'm a crazy cat lady.
1: Beautiful. Jeez.
0: Yeah. Cats. Rescues. Cats. Save them off the street.
1: Oh, that's that's, pretty that's cool. awesome. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Rescue animals are. Wonderful.
0: Yeah, it really is. I think that more people need to start paying attention, especially there's so many stray cats. I just feel so bad when I see them all and I and to save them all, you know?
1: Isn't there like a limit to how many cats people can own? Uh, like I animals. think it's six.
0: Six? six? Yeah. My yeah. buddy's
1: got six. Dang. Uh, I live
0: in a condo, so I think three is enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry overrun. Yeah, that, <laughs> no, exactly. that, wasn't,
1: uh, that wasn't a call for you to adopt more.
0: No. <laughs> <I was just laughs> Wait, I'm I, 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 If I see one outside, I will pick it up because it's so cold outside. Yeah,
1: one yeah. of his cats is named Rubbish because he saw him on the street. I'm just, which just kind, kind of a
2: cute actually. It's kind of cute about it. I mean yeah. it's kind of mean but both my animals were uh, were rescue animals both my cat and my dog oh yeah yeah
0: that's the way to do it I don't know yeah. why anyone no offense to anyone that does buy from a breeder but there's just so many animals that need homes and I just wish people would stop supporting breeding but
3: yeah you know people yeah. want
0: a specific breed of animal I get it but it's just it breaks my heart yeah
1: the Humane Society is the best place in the city yeah hands down
0: well, there's so many good shelters, there's like Darcy's Ark, um, mm-hmm. there's Craig Street Cats, there's a ton yeah. um, of no-kill shelters too, don't get me wrong, I like Winnipeg Humane Society, but they're not no-kill, oh, so, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, support the right. smaller ones. That's true, <laughs> yeah. 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 They're the ones that really need it because they just get overflowed and they're always needing donations and they don't have as much reach and as much voice as the Winnipeg Humane Society, so... Yeah, yeah. Um hopefully people will We'll
1: plug a couple of those in we'll put that in the description. Yeah,
0: yeah. Craig Street Cats and um and Darcy's Art. those are two that I, I try to keep up with. Yeah. Yeah. They actually have, like, animal rescues for all kinds of things now. There's, like, Popcorns and Binkies, I think it's called. And they do, like, guinea pigs and bunnies. Oh, Um, no way. Yeah. So there's tons of small rescues in Winnipeg that uh, more people should definitely get involved with on Facebook. Popcorns and and Binkies. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. And, uh, yeah, they rescue all small little rodents and things like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, and try to rehome them. And so...
1: That's incredible. I know. Yeah, because most people think about, like, you know, adopting a dog or a cat...
0: Well, those are the favorite animals, right? Yeah. But there's all different types of animals that need rescues. And there's even ones that are just for senior animals. So I think were, it's like, cool. Yeah. There's
1: actually a, somebody we interviewed a while ago, Ali Sigurdsson. She interviewed somebody for her website, Happy People Winnipeg, who takes care of cats and dogs and other kind of animals and like bunnies and guinea pigs and uses her house as like a rental like or as like an adoption center. You know, like she'll have the animal there, she'll take care of them. And if people want to adopt, then... So she's fostering. Basically, yeah. Yeah, well, that's yeah cool. she's fostering. Yeah, that's the word. Thank you. Yeah, no, um, no. yeah. <laughs> I'm so slow today. Holy cow. I
0: know, that's okay. Yeah,
1: let's just launch into your story before I say anything else stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did we touch on remedy enough, or should I yeah. say anything no, it's, about that?
1: Uh, yeah, it's f- I mean, unless okay. you want to go...
0: No, doesn't matter. Day. Whatever you guys want to hear.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, well, let's go And into- that's
0: realistically why I got involved with it. It was just, you know, mental health was part of my life, so...
1: Yeah, and yeah. We, we had an episode with them, you know... Talk cool. fleshing out everything fully. So, yeah, yeah it's fine. That's, yeah,
0: it's good because they're going to do stuff for the youth and stuff too. So, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, they like have the after school program. program so you guys but... coming to remedy? Yes. We are, yeah. Okay,
1: good. Yeah, it's. See uh, you guys there. Yeah. I'm getting uh, my wisdom teeth removed five or six days before. So, You'll I might be, fine. be. Yeah, I'll be fine.
0: Pop a few T3s. Exactly. Have a couple drinks. Don't worry, I've done it before. You can mix. <laughs> Don't to me. Yeah. <laughs> we terrible are, uh, influence, no, but no, I like
1: no. it. I like the way you roll. Yeah, not fully endorsing it, just half.
3: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Only
1: supporting it a little bit. It's fine, and <laughs> and enough to not to be sued. The rest is yeah. on you guys.
2: Listening.
0: I have absolutely no education in anything pharmaceutical, so do not listen to me. <laughs> I just don't
1: read labels. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, exactly. It can't hurt you if you don't think about it. <laughs> if you don't read
0: the label. Did you really know?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the mind's the most powerful thing, right? Like the really placebo is. effect. If you don't know something things a side effect and you think you'll be fine
0: chances are I actually like that take on it because realistically right how
1: would we know there was a fuck there was a study done I was reading this book uh there was a study done in like the 90s where these doctors decided to give 50 people one prescription and tell them it's going to make you happier and more upbeat and they gave 50 other people like you know oh this is going to kind of make you more reserved and calm and relaxed and in reality they gave the first group things that were supposed to relax them and told them it would make them happy and vice versa. And it actually did what the doctor said, mm-hmm. not what it was supposed to do. So well, people- I
0: think in the, like just in general, like, when you're in a bad mind state, like, everything around you is going to be bad. Like, I'm a really firm believer. It's just like, okay, like, let's say you're driving to work and you get in a car accident. doesn't mean that the rest of your day has to be shitty, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you've gone in your car accident, deal with it, and then move on, and you can still have a really good day. But mentality is, like, so important. Like, people just get stuck in these, like negative ways, and they're just like, everything is a domino effect, yeah. so, yeah, wh- whatever you think, whatever you put into your universe is what you're gonna get. Did
2: you drop your toy? <laughs> I don't know, <walk> Ken.
0: <laughs> I was playing with it. Was yeah, fine.
2: no, it's fine. Need to fidget. When I was
1: uh, recording with Carolina V, I was uh, playing with this USB stick. And I dropped it, like, four or five times. It sounds <laughs> like, you're still ahead of me. Well, so like,
0: what, are you so, what else are you supposed to do with your hands? I'm, like, playing with this. I'm, like, kind of nervous. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge visitor. So I'm, like, I like, am
0: I sounding okay? I'm, like, so nervous. So. Yeah, you sound yeah, fine. Yeah, you're actually sounding
2: great.
1: Don't yeah, yeah, You're like, good. Uh, okay. I don't know if you're a little bit quiet. Yeah. If I notice
2: something, I'll just kind of point up and yeah. Okay. So and yeah. I can edit it later. It's
1: not. Yeah, I'm deal. glad
0: you guys edit because I'm just like, what, am I rambling? Like, I don't know if I'm talking about what I'm supposed to be talking about. My mind's over here and over
1: here. Yeah. You know what? Actually, majority of people I we do this with, uh, if they want to listen before we post, they're always every person who does this hits me back with, "Man, I'm sorry I went on for so long." Yeah. I'm like, no, dude, it was awesome. Or you know, that was a great episode. We want to learn about you. We want to learn about sure. what you think, what you're doing you know it's,
0: No, I think it's good though. Like, I don't want to be where I'm just—it's just me talking for like half an hour. Like, it's good if we just go back and forth. Yeah, it's a back yeah. and
1: forth, right? Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're saying though. After a while, when you're talking and talking, you're kind of in your own head. You're like, should I keep going? Should I stop?
3: Yeah, should I, should I, done I done just my... shut up and now? You like, start
0: rambling and repeating yourself, and then you kind of get into this like awkward circle where you're just like, okay, how do I get back to what I was actually trying to say? And then you just kind of like, yeah, shut yeah. down, and you're like, all right, well, that, that's yeah, I feel cool. so, like
2: pause <laughs> and think, buddy you're like, oh yeah. shit, yeah. like. Uh, the worst is like
1: when you look to the other people for help or like to kind of save you and they're just giving you blank stares and you're like, oh fuck, are they listening? Are they tuned out? I can't say anything right now or maybe they're judging me.
2: <laughs> Most likely judging to be honest. Like, I mean, oh fuck. Uh, fuck. I hate that shit.
0: How long have you guys been friends for?
2: Uh, Since grade 11? 11, 12. I would go 12. 12. We always well,
1: kind of knew about each other. Like, I, yeah. first, oh, yeah. Yeah, I first grew respect for Kanan, and I lost it all this year, don't worry. But uh, in the <laughs> well, past... How old are
0: you guys now? I'm 21.
1: Okay.
2: I'm 20.
0: Okay. Yeah. So Somebody, same age, same Have here. you been out of high school for very long, then? No.
1: No. Somebody asked me today if I was 27. So like Christ, do I look twenty six? Maybe it's the facial hair. I know it's right. so beautiful now, right? Yeah, he cleaned up today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, sure I mean, I kind of have There's a better like, bit of guys facial. You very hair. well groomed. Thanks for grooming. Yeah, situation. yeah.
1: We no wanted to problem. make sure we look good for our guests always. <laughs> <laughs> my my girl told me I look like Spike from uh, Charlie Brown, like Snoopy's brother or something.
0: <laughs> pull Can that up. Say that I not know who that is.
3: Pull that up, Canaan, right uh, now, up. What's yeah. his name? Spike. Spike? It's one of Snoopy's
0: brothers. Spike. Snoopy? I didn't even realize Snoopy had a brother. Me
1: neither. When she told me she was like, Is that you like,
0: like new school Snoopy?
1: I don't know. I th- it's pretty retro, like, honestly. Oh, but sh- like, when uh, she told me she like, you look like Snoopy's brother, I'm like, Snoopy a brother.
0: Because I don't remember Snoopy having a brother
2: Charlie Brown. He's gonna- like the
0: cowboy guy. Oh. Yeah, I, when I did shave it's, it's the facial uh, hair <laughs> I shave
1: now
2: yeah but I look spike apparently.
1: hilarious yeah so good
0: that is too funny what a funny reference to yeah the yeah head I know it was
1: so, so out of left field no but uh Kanan when we are in grade 10 trying out for the provincial basketball team tore his meniscus in the middle of the tryout and got his leg taped like the whole thing so he couldn't actually bend his knee and he was hobbling around the court for like the
0: next still day yeah <laughs>
2: man, like, you paid $50 for those tryouts, like, I'm not just leaving, You're like, <laughs> the fuck, like, hell no, like, what the hell, I
0: mean, it's really only $50, but
2: I, I mean, I but know. still, like, you paid money for the tryout, you might as well play, I was like. just in awe,
1: I was like, wow, that's so badass, <laughs> yeah. who's that, I I get, like, that's hard,
3: I'm
1: out. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I don't know, yeah, and he wasn't just like, because Kane is not athletic at all, not he, at he all. I cannot jump for the life of me and like. he's, he's not actually like skilled so he just has to like body kids and like okay, he's skilled sheer sure strength I thought he was going to laugh when I said skill but he didn't now it's weird but uh, <laughs> I, he like he was like a strong guy and he like muscles kids for rebounds and stuff so he was like diving on the floor for loose balls and like throwing kids around for rebounds on one leg <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> just a praiser, well, man. Yeah, exactly. Now nah, I, I regret knowing. No, oh, <laughs>
2: Shouldn't have asked. Shouldn't have figured it out. Yeah, I should have just stayed in my.
1: Well,
3: look where <laughs> you guys are now. I don't
2: know, now I'm stuck with you.
3: <laughs> like like, like shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're yeah no, we're.
2: Right. <laughs> I mean, you we are.
1: We're
3: partners. We're, <laughs> partners. we're partners. Acquaint-
1: we're acquaintances. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: If I see him at school and his head's down, I'll, like, turn the other way and walk the other way. <laughs> Even if he's, like, standing in front of my class, I'm like, ah, I can be late. I can afford to skip today, right? Oh, my goodness. It, oh, the midterm. Oh, fuck. Oh, well, I guess I'm failing. <laughs> you guys are too
0: funny. Jeez.
1: Anyways, 13 minutes after I wanted to get into the point. Oh, <laughs> it's, like, it's all good.
0: It's just, you know, greasing the, the wheels here.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I feel like things are flowing much better. So those good, <laughs> t- good, good tactic by, you. well, I think so anyways. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, good tactic by you. Nice props. Uh, so yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about you and how you got to where you are today.
0: Okay, where should I start?
1: Uh, fuck, I, you can start from yesterday if you really want.
0: Um, like, just talk about my career. Yeah, Um, like...
2: How'd you get into it? Like,
1: why? Well, I
0: always wanted to do hair since I was a little girl. I used to, like, chop my Barbies hair and stuff and get in trouble, because Barbies were expensive. Yeah. Um, and then in, like, elementary and high school, I started cutting my friend's hair and coloring my friend's hair and definitely made a lot of mistakes there. But, yeah, I just always knew it's what I wanted to do. Um, and then after I got out of high school, took a few years off, just worked, like, two or three jobs served. It was good money, but, um... Yeah, and then when I I went into hair school, I ended up like being really good at it, Um, so I knew I had something going for me there. Um, I actually never wanted to open a salon. I never wanted to. I never thought I'd even be able to. Like when you're starting out in school, you Mm -hmm. don't think you're gonna achieve, right? So um, that was never in my mind for years. I was just like doing my nine to five, do my clients' hair, and leave. And then um, I got involved with Instagram when it started becoming popular, and at that point, I was maybe. I want to say I've been doing hair for about nine years. So I want to say about four years, five years ago, um, got involved with Instagram. And at the time, like there wasn't any of these algorithms and all these things. So it was was pretty easy to build. And not a lot of people in Winnipeg at that time had Instagrams uh, Mm -hmm. for hair. Uh, So getting on that train early was really, really good. Um, And then I just started posting my work. And it was really scary at first. I like made my account and then deleted it and then made my account and then deleted it um, and then finally just put myself out there um, and then I noticed that people were liking it and commenting on it and mm-hmm. then I was getting people calling the shop asking for me saying I saw your work on Instagram um, and then I realized that okay like I have something good here and then within maybe like a year after starting my Instagram my books were like just full like I was working six days a week um I had a waiting list like I was booked wow. 3 to 4 months out yeah like and I'm talking like doing two or three like big colors a day like it was a huge deal for me with only being in the industry at that point for like 5 years um and then I just knew that I needed to stay where I was at that salon for a little while longer keep building I didn't know what or where I was gonna go and then I got the opportunity to rent a chair out of the salon for a bit um, and I don't know if you guys know anything about um, how the hair industry works but you start as an apprentice um, mm-hmm. when you get out of school for two years and then you work towards building a clientele to go into commission um, and then you can either stay on commission or move to rental so moving to rentals a little scary because you actually become your own boss you have to order all your own product handle all your clients uh, bookings everything taxes like it's just a whole another world. Um, and then, so I got into renting, um, and like within a year I had to close my books completely. Like I couldn't take any more clients uh, in 2015. That's how in demand I was. And I just had this overflow. I had like emails, like 70 emails. Like I was getting just blown up. It was crazy. Um, so yeah, it was like nuts. It kind of just all fucking happened. Um, so at that point I was like, Oh my God, like why am I working for another company? Um, when I have all this continued overflow, I'm turning away and like, I already knew I had some type of formula for success cause I had already done it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I got to open a salon and it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that in itself is a whole nother story, but I just kind of went for it and yeah, here I am.
1: Where'd you go to hair school?
0: I went to hair school at MC college. Okay. Yeah. So. I don't know if there's necessarily the best hair school to go to. I think you learn the same thing in all of them. I think where you're going to succeed in the hair industry in general is, or in, in any trades, is finding the right mentor. Um, and just really working your ass off. Like you, Nowadays, you can't build a clientele if you don't put yourself out there. Um, so
1: Yeah, social media is so huge.
0: It really and is. Like,
1: yeah, this is survival possible without utilizing it?
0: Yeah, if you don't, like, people are going to say, like, what's your Instagram, right? Like, let's say I was building clients, and I was out for a drink with my friends, and I met someone, and they're like, oh, like, what do you do for work? And I say, oh, I'm a hairstylist. They're going to ask for my IG, right? Like, what's your IG so I can see your work? And if you don't have an IG, they're going to be like, oh, cool story. Like, I'm never going to come see you. Mm -hmm. like.
2: I don't give know you. you a I don't business trust card. you. Yeah, exactly. business cards.
0: I mean, you can give a business card, but regardless, they're going to want to see your work.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know,
0: and it's not like 20 years ago where you'd come into a salon and sit down and they'd have books like tattoo shops have, you know, mm-hmm. where you look through a book. And oh my
1: God. Oh yeah, that's right. That's what they did.
0: That's what they used to do. You'd go in and be like, oh, can I see your portfolio to the stylist? Literally stylists back in the day had books with their photos printed out. And that's like, that's how you advertise yourself. It's, yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. 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 And you're
1: like, I want to look like that, and you got to yeah. point it. Yeah, or
0: like hair magazines. Like, I don't think anyone buys hair magazines nowadays. Like, no. Everything's online. I
1: completely forgot about that.
0: Yeah, technology. That, <laughs> that, that right. goes right
1: into, like, uh, roll-down windows yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I briefly caught when I was, like, seven, and then it was out the window. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: Everything's automatic now. Everything's, yeah.
1: like... Yeah, the automatic button now, yeah. But you're right, like, with something like hair... I don't want somebody to cut my hair if they're going to make me look stupid because mm-hmm. I'm going to look like a dunce for three weeks mm-hmm. and I don't want that. No. So, <laughs> so what's the easiest way to see their work?
0: IG. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Even with Facebook nowadays, like, I think, like, you know, I do have a Facebook account for my salon page. I don't have a personal brand like my hair or Joy brand and my Amberjoy and co-brand. They're different, like, I have right. average a personal one that I built and then the yeah. salon. Uh, so I have a salon one because I think that there are still clientele that use Facebook and not IG. You do need to reach them on both because mm-hmm. not everyone has Instagram, believe it or not. <laughs> there are people who don't. Yeah. Um, where was I going with that? I don't know. <laughs> I think just utilizing platforms.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like Facebook now, let's be honest. Facebook is for tracking down like family members you haven't talked to in 15 years and 45-year-old moms.
0: Yeah. But there's still a market, right? Yeah, like, true. 45-year-old yeah. moms need to get their hair done. <laughs> it's true.
3: It's true, <laughs> So indeed. for
0: my business, there's still a market. And I mean, you guys, would it would be shameful for you guys not to utilize Facebook, too, because you don't think that anyone would want yeah. to listen on Facebook?
1: I mean, we, we use We have a Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we have good. a Facebook. It's just yeah, we hook Instagram it up to Instagram. Or... We uh, yeah. post through Facebook on Instagram. And right now it's difficult. So we manage, we have an, an Instagram, a Twitter, and a Facebook uh, but the Instagram's the one that we use the most,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and we're trying to- I want to use- Oh, goddammit, I dropped my toy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. It's difficult to try to manage all three, especially since we're the only two people in here. We don't have that big of a budget yet. We're no. in school. I'm working three jobs. Kanan, I don't know what he does. He works jobs
2: I show up here. once in a
1: while.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How much time would you guys say that you spend on social media? Just in general? In general.
1: Oh, God. I do I mean, Two hours a day at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two hours a day at least, yeah. I'd say at least. And that's reading up on news. That's reading up on, s- catching up on sports. Yeah. That's looking at And plenty- how much
0: of that two hours do you say you spend on your business stuff?
1: Forty-five minutes to now.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, editing. I mean, you gotta go through editing with videos and yeah. stuff like that. I,
1: I check the stats. I am always trying to post stories. Always that's trying to good. post pictures. Because yeah. one
0: thing I found, like for me, like I I have three accounts: I'm a personal account, my hair account, mm-hmm. and then my salon account. And I can tell when I haven't been nourishing my business account. Mm-hmm. You know, like there'll be times where for a few weeks I'm just more focused on posting trips on my personal account and doing things there, and I notice that's growing. And then I'll go back to my hair page and I'm like, oh my gosh, my insights are down and I lost a few followers or, you know, it's just, it. so yeah, I think the more you focus on that and make that a priority, you know, just a little advice for everyone. Listening. Yeah. Um, yeah. I noticed that for me, that prioritizing uh, my business first, as much as I want to be on there for social stuff and mm-hmm. personal stuff. Um, it's it's suffering my, my, my business pages. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I actually uh, listened to this podcast about, how to grow your brand. And it's it's, mm-hmm. it's just it's like kinda like seven tips to grow your brand. And it was helpful though, because a lot of those things I haven't even thought of. But yeah. when I look at all the pages that I'm into, I'm like, oh shit, no, they have that down. Yeah. You know? What are
0: some of those things that you, you uh, I'm gonna pull it up. I mean notes. Yeah, pull it up.
1: I'm gonna pull it up. One of the things I can remember right off the bat is to use emojis. Okay, seven psychology.
2: Yeah, they, they boost your engagement. They boost like they add something to the algorithm. I remember I remember reading.
0: Emojis though, because yeah, emojis. I heard that it's um you have to have four words in your comments and things like that.
2: Yeah, well, your uh, comments boosts engagement and the use of emojis because it's it's catching to the eye. That's why. Mm. So like, yeah.
1: I do love the-
0: using emojis in my posts. Yeah, yeah. yeah here is,
1: okay, here it is: seven psychology facts every social media marketer should know. And I can't remember what podcast I listened to to access this, so I apologize for not citing it properly. Uh, One of the best ways to build trust and credibility is to be transparent and don't shy away from your flaws. Transparency is powerful because you're being vulnerable and show you have nothing to hide. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two, emotions are really powerful, even contagious. Any content that shows emotion has benefits. Emojis activate sameness in people's minds. Uh, Number three is the halo effect. You never get a second chance to get a first impression. Celebrity endorsements are hugely influential. Ways to leverage this. Highlight recognizable influencer or highlight their review. Uh, Number four is reciprocity. If someone does something for you, you'll want to do something for them. Key to this is to be first to give. Be unexpected. Giveaways, free content, etc. Five, frequency illusion. When you hear about something, it starts popping up more and more. You start noticing shit way more often than after you hear about it first. Selective attention causes you to keep an eye out for shit. Uh, number six, colors. Colors affect people's behaviors and are worth the extra effort. People make up their minds about products quickly, usually based on colors. Less than less about meaning behind colors. Rather, it more important that the colors line up with your brand voice and tone. And then seven is sharing. Looking up more engagement on posts or looking for more engagement on posts. Five primary motives for sharing. People are motivated to share as they are invested with their social media because they want to better the lives of others. They want to find themselves better to grow and nourish relationships. People share content because they feel like others engaging is good for them and people want to spread the word about something they believe in. Those are the seven things.
2: If you want to run a podcast, there you go. The success in a nutshell. Yeah, we're...
1: uh spitting facts here he on cracks. this special episode. Yeah, well, I mean, we
0: want to have something to actually, you know, like share with people. Yeah,
1: exactly. People gotta learn something if they're listening to this.
0: Yeah, they don't want to just know all about me. It's, it's not Yeah, which
1: I'm sure is interesting. <laughs> I Like, I actually mean that, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm sure... Because every, everybody has a story.
0: For
1: sure. Every single person. And I mean, obviously some people's stories aren't as interesting as others, but Mm -hmm. that's really dependent on the opinion of... Yeah, and, like,
0: with that that saying, like, that you should be really personal and vulnerable and stuff like that, I think to an extent, like, um... I choose to share a little bit about my dad and stuff like that when I want to, but I also don't want it to become why people, um... are coming to my page or why people are liking my stuff. Like, Mm. I've always struggled with it in the sense that, like, I don't want people to feel sorry for me or put me in a different, um you know what I mean a different pedestal or something yeah. versus someone else based on how they feel about it
1: yeah fair so, enough.
0: so I mean I choose to just be somewhat personal on my hair page I don't know yeah Where others choose to tell it all I mean it's up to them yeah um,
1: yeah I mean it really depends on what the opinion of the person is right like
0: mm-hmm.
1: I personally I really don't care what people think about me that yeah. much you know I mean everybody's opinion holds different uh weight right like my yeah. mom tells me something compared to some guy I see at a bus stop my mom's gonna mean more you know, for it still sure. doesn't dictate how I live my life. Some people, you know, care more about what others think and that's fine.
0: Yeah. Um, I, it's like for me, it's just like, I don't want my success to be built off people's sympathy. Fair I enough. I think that's where I was going with that. Okay. Is, um, like I like that I built it off them not knowing about me mm-hmm. in that sense. Oh, okay. Do you know okay, what I mean? Okay. That's yeah. where I was going with I that. I see that. Okay. Um... Because, you know, when people feel sorry for someone or they feel sad for someone, they're more likely to want to help them or to engage with them or support them. Mm. Like I don't want my success coming from my story. Fair sure enough. Right? I don't yeah. mind sharing my story. I think it's a, a really important part of who I am and who I've become and why I'm such a strong woman. But, yeah, I don't want it to, like, be the reason I became successful. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, that's totally Yeah. yeah no, exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: So. yeah I mean... That's totally true, though. A lot of people do that, right? Yeah. They find something that they find sad or...
0: 100%, right? Oh, like, you know, just to use an example, like, oh, there's a, a three-legged dog or something. More people are going to share that post than another story because it's, like, it brings them emotion, yeah. right? I don't yeah. know if that's the perfect example, but... It's I
2: mean, think it's a pretty good example. It's kind of like a moral thing. They're like, yeah. oh, I'm helping out. So, like, it's like... Mending my moral, whatever, right?
1: Yeah, and
0: maybe it's so they feel better about exactly. themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. So
1: I mean, so many people want... Like, with social media, I think social media is incredible. I think we had a conversation with Shubs last week on the podcast when we were talking about, is social media bad? I don't think it's bad. I think it's a magnifying glass.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: As to bad people are going to be magnified in what they have as their motives, right? And good people as well. I think especially though, with social media, a lot of people want to show that they care a lot of people want to show that like they're virtue signalers you know what i mean like oh look at me i care about this look at me look at me yeah. you know when uh yeah. the things in paris happened what was it the paris shooting or bombing it was the paris bombing because of the comic that happened there were the paris filters on facebook and all that stuff yeah like Remember i don't that, yeah. i don't
0: feed into that bullshit i don't post any of that i don't you know mm-hmm. because yeah people it's all just hype, feel right? good about themselves yeah exactly yeah, they're yeah. like oh like i want to look like i care but like did you care yesterday, or are you going to care tomorrow? Are you going to
2: do anything to help or out? Or are you going
0: to do anything to help out? Yeah. Right? Or people who constantly share, oh, support this cause, or this and that, but are they actually donating, or are mm-hmm. they, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's pros and cons to it, and it's whatever you choose to take from it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Know? Remember the Ice Bucket Challenge? Oh, jeez. Like, that point. shit was
0: bullshit. No one even knew what it was about. ALS, yeah. Yeah, but, like, everyone was just doing it for the sake of You the Ice to donate. Bucket Challenge. Yeah,
1: if you did the challenge well, you're supposed to donate right? Thing, right you know i actually heard that the als ice bucket challenge made like a huge difference there was mm-hmm. a story well, on, that's, that's you, good Could you look that up canon really quickly Sure. because i go. remember reading an article about a year ago or in 2017 or 18 that the ice bucket challenge actually was insanely successful
0: mm-hmm. well that's good to
1: hear then yeah and yeah. i'm sure not everybody who did the ice bucket challenge donated yeah but maybe just the awareness going around well, is enough right totally um, <laughs> Is this one? Oh no! This is who
2: started the bucket
1: challenge. Did you write ice bucket challenge suck? <laughs> I
2: thought it. I thought it out of field to success, but <laughs> not gonna lie, I thought I hit that out of field. I'll double check, um, but. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, you know what? I try my best. That's
1: funny. Make sure to put that one in there, guys. Yeah, yeah we'll li- I'm totally leaving that in there. That's hilarious. <laughs> Okay. Oh, oh my god. No, but no, you're right though, a lot of people do base that uh that wonderful story and they wanna, you know, mm-hmm. bring it up.
0: Yeah, and like for me it's like I just wanna make sure that whatever I'm reading into is genuine and I don't wanna get like taken off course of, of things, you
1: know? Yeah. Do you think like I don't know, do you think there's something wrong with that necessarily, that people do that?
0: I don't think it's wrong. Um, if it's what's right for them, yeah. that's good. It's not what's right for me. And that's yeah. okay. I respect people's choices. Mm,
1: fair yeah. enough. I don't, I don't think it's wrong either, per se. I think it is kind of foggy, though.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, if uh, the coach's son hits a huge shot in a game or something, or, like you said, the three-legged dog, everybody will talk about it, but mm-hmm. th- is it the most important thing? You know, Does it have the most substance?
0: No, not really. Not Well, it's even with, like, not to bring up the Stella's thing, but, like, the whole not my Stella's account blowing up. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, when all that happened, I still went to Stella's the next day because I like Stella's. And mm-hmm. what's happening at Stella's and, like, with their employees and all that stuff is none of my business. And I wish them all the best, but I still like Stella's food. And, mm-hmm. you know, literally the restaurant was dead for... You know, weeks and now everyone's going back. It's just like, okay, but you guys were so adamant about not supporting Stella's anymore, but now you're just kind of over it. Well, I mean, the guy's fired. The guy got fired. The guys got fired. But why did everyone else have to suffer? The people who were working there still that needed those tables and needed that money, why did they have to suffer? You know, I just, that stuff bothered me. The bandwagon jumpers of the hype of things when they don't even really necessarily know what's going on. True. I mean, like, me.
1: <laughs> my, the biggest issue I had with that whole Not My Stellas thing was everybody jumped online and pretended they hated Stellas food. I was like, now you're just lying.
3: Well, that's
0: the thing. <laughs> that's yeah. It's like all these people are like a sea of us, like, oh, now this is happening, so now I care. Or everyone that's sharing things like about the straws and the oceans or the planet, but, like, mm-hmm. are they really doing things that are proactive? That straw thing pissed they... me off so much. Yeah. Because
1: it's, like, less than 1% of what's actually happening in the, in the ocean. It's, like, a fraction.
0: I know. I, I do still think that it's important that we are more conscious, though, of things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely want to order one of those um, like reusable metal straws. Like Yes. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I think they're called Net Zero Straws. I just started following them on Instagram, actually. Because um, why the fuck not? Like, yeah. if you can save... 500 to a thousand straws going into the landfills every year by just having a reusable straw then why not
2: exactly
0: it makes me sick now when i go to starbucks and i order an iced coffee and i'm like oh man there's a straw so i'll just say no and i'll literally take the lid off and just drink it without a straw now because i just i feel a little bit better
1: <laughs> well i mean those straws are being thrown out anyway
0: Yeah. At the end of the
1: day it's a tough thing i'm just confused to why like straws all of a sudden got...
0: You know why? It's because there's so many of them. Mm -hmm. And they take 200 years to decompose. Oh, okay. Um, okay, And even when they decompose, they just decompose into smaller pieces of plastic, which Mm -hmm. then end up in the oceans, or birds are eating them, or at the end of the day, it's poisoning the planet, Mm -hmm. and it's the amount. Because you have to think about it. If... Let's say even you. So let's say you had five drinks out with your friends on a Friday night, mm-hmm. and then there was five of you guys. What is that? That's 25 straws in one sitting, right? Is that right? Just, I suck yeah. at math. I aren't good at math. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you have to think that's just like one group of friends, and there's hundreds of thousands of people in every city utilizing all those mm. straws every night. Imagine what that is amounting to, and where are they all going to go? They can't be recycled.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: I'm huge on recycling. Like, it drives me crazy when people don't recycle. Like, it's not hard.
1: You know, I actually, I was, this guy used to drive me to school in the first semester. And we'd go to Tim's every morning. Which, for one, made me question, like, how much money do you have if you're going to Tim's every day?
0: Okay, but, (laughs) come on. How much is Tim's? Come on. Come on
1: dollars. I
2: mean if you went to Starbucks every day, I'm like, alright, yeah. alright, dude. He would buy
1: because he would buy stuff for other people in the car. Yeah. And people like wouldn't pay him back sometimes. He was buying like $10, $15 worth of stuff.
0: Yeah, that adds
1: up. Every day. Anyways, but like he threw his bag out the window to try to yeah. shoot it into like one of those tiny ass garbages outside. And he missed. And I was like, dude, you're supposed to recycle that, I, like, keeping the car. Was, like, dude, recycling's a myth. And I wasn't sure if he was joking or not. But I kind of wanted to, like, Smack choke him me. from the back seat, and then he'd probably crash and kill us all. So what does that salt? But
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it comes down to the thing where it's, like, people think that them as one person can't make a difference, but that's the thing is, like, when you put all these individuals that decide to do things for themselves in a bigger scale, mm-hmm. it is making a difference. Well,
1: do you know what the largest voting party in America is? No. Non-voters.
0: Oh, that's probably me. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm, I'm, uh, Well, now that I know that taste, not tasteful because you don't vote, but like, yeah. it's not to shame people for not voting, but no, it's no, the no. idea that why don't people vote? A lot of people like, oh. Yeah, and
0: I totally agree with you. I probably should do some research and vote because, you know, Yeah. having a voice is important and it's uh-huh. funny because I have such a strong voice on recycling, but yeah, like, why aren't I voting? No, it's true. I know.
1: I don't Like, I just started, I only started voting, I think it was last year. I yeah. think I had a year before to do it. I know one person was telling me like, oh, you know, well, I don't agree with, the, I don't agree with democracy, so I'm not going to vote. I'm like, well. You, you and you're see- never going to make a change. Yeah, right? I
0: think for me it's just, I, I never educated myself in politics and yeah. I never, you know, I don't like watching the news, I don't like keeping up with all that stuff, I just feel like it just isn't healthy for me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I guess it's, it's on me, I should educate myself and I should, it's not on anyone else. I yeah. Should, I should but, do it. I mean, Maybe I'll vote this year for you guys. Okay? Oh, thank
2: you so much. We <laughs> inspired you. her.
0: Yeah, but I think that's why. I Just I was never really educated or exposed to it enough, and so it's like, why am I going to vote if I don't know what I'm voting for?
2: There's also just so much to like take in. Yeah, to, right? and like, when it's so
0: new for you, you right? Know, like, you don't know what to, you don't
2: know what to listen for. You don't know what to read up on. Yeah. it's just it's foreign to you, so you have no idea what what to do. And it's
0: a lot to ask someone who was never involved in it to be all of a sudden to make a choice like that. So. No, yeah. it's on me though.
2: Some
1: people don't do it as an experiment
0: this year. I'm gonna like do some research and see how it went, and then maybe I can be a voice for all these people who are not voting to to learn how to vote. Yeah, yeah. sure, why not, right. right? Turn it around. Exactly. Be right? the influencer, right? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly.
1: But I mean, like, there's a difference between voting because some people are just so into politics. I don't get that necessarily. I'm not mm-hmm. that into it. You know, I'll make, I'll vote, I'll do my research, I'll vote because I want to make my opinion heard. But like, recycling is literally taught to you. In grade school. hmm And it's brought up all through high school. Because people
0: don't care. Yeah. Just apathetic. Humans are
2: terrible. They're
1: destroying
0: yeah,
2: we're the pieces of shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way around it. We're, te- we're a terrible no. species. I
1: saw this stat today on Twitter, and I'm not sure if it's... They didn't cite it or anything, and I'm not sure how legit it is, but they said that if people killed animals the same... pace, Or if people killed people the same pace they'd killed animals human population would be done in like three weeks.
0: Well yeah, they kill hundreds and like hundreds of thousands of animals a day. Mm-hmm. It's it's sad. And yeah. I don't eat meat. <laughs> yeah. So I mean that's another thing that I feel I'm doing for the environment. Like cattle production alone um, causes more pollution than all the cars in North America. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Like the stats are crazy. Or is it I think I can't, I can't remember. It could it be cattle production in North America, I think it causes more pollution than all the cars in the world. Something crazy like that. It's one of the two, but... Yeah. Um, because they produce so much of that gas, right? And mm-hmm. they take up so much grain and water, and, like, we really don't need to be eating.
2: Yeah. Water production is, like... Like, cattle production, sorry. is like, yeah. one of the biggest...
0: Uh, in the world. Yeah. I think it's, it's the top one. Honestly, yeah. it
2: is.
1: Yeah. Like, I, uh, like, I eat meat. I try yeah, to I try to only do it, like, three times a week. Mm-hmm. But I, my biggest issue with the killing of animals isn't the people who eat them, because at least you're... Yes, I know. It's the number one pollutant in the world. It's not the greatest thing ever.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The people who kill animals for sport... Drive me nuts. Hunting is awful. Drives me nuts. Yeah. Like what? Are you, what's this for?
2: what's what I'm not like nervous. against hunting. I'm not for hunting. But like, if you're the type of person who actually hunts to eat, like, then go for That's it. Right. Everyone's That's everyone's argument all
0: the time when I bring that up. Yeah. If you're like again, if you're hunting, am I going to want to hang out with you? No, probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you're going to go hunting and you're feeding your family after, I get it. But, yeah, people who go out there and they're like, I enjoy hunting, and I, like, just enjoy... Just for the thrill of it? You know, when I see that buck out there and I shoot it, like, that's wrong. All right, right you psycho. just, out. like, yeah, I that's just, know, like, psycho. I don't know.
2: Like, you
1: just enjoy yeah. watching so, the things. Ending is
0: disgusting, like, and then they hang up, like, any hunters that are watching, like, I'm serious, you guys are gross, Yeah. And listening, listening to us. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, yeah, I just, like... So basically what they're telling us is they enjoy waiting for living things to come into vision and then killing them. Like, all right, you Mm. fucking psycho.
2: (laughs) No, seriously, though. Like, I don't know. I love
0: that you feel so strongly on this with me. Just
1: seeing the the spirit exit its body like, whoa, whoa, what the hell? What (laughs) do you
0: guys feel about the fact that there's, like, children being brought to hunt, like... That's don't you think that's kind of traumatic for shock. children to be seeing these animals get shot and killed?
2: I think it's a, it's a culture thing, though, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you grow up in the South, like, hunting and stuff like that, and that's just what you know and that's what you were taught from, like, a young age, yeah. you're going to do it with your kids, right? It's just, it's, it's it culture. It I, yeah, yeah, I
1: don't agree with it. Like, I've never been a... F- I know some people who are, like, farm boys, they love that kind of stuff, and, like, mm-hmm. you know, hunting and they have animals and they kill the animals and stuff like that. I've never been... Into that kind of stuff. Maybe it was because I grew up a city cat or whatever, but when I went to Portugal, I think I was 12 years old in 2011, and uh, we went to an animal auction, and there were kids out there handling animals like they were 30 and they were 15. And I was just looking like this is whack. <laughs> this is so culture, gross. though, right? Like, yeah, it's just different cultures. Yeah, I'll never understand. I still think it's weird. I think killing for game, like if you're gonna kill an animal, then put its head just up. Just for in joy, it's, it's, it's know, it's it's that's kinda, it's kind of
0: sadistic.
2: It's
1: kind of it's really weird. fucked I couldn't up. Do that. It's
2: just I know. I couldn't do.
1: That.
0: <laughs> Again, coming back to the fact that humans are, are terrible.
2: <laughs> we're
1: just
0: terrible. We're things. pieces of shit. Yeah, like,
1: so bad. We, I, I think that's not true. No. humans in general are awful but I think at the end of the day we break even
0: in what way explain yourself if
1: we had to like take the terrible people and the great people in the world to even it out and that's so flawed because how do we measure who's a great person whose opinion is it uh, all this stupid bullshit
2: I'm pretty great, but... You um, know, like, I
1: think if we really had to take people who are genuinely good <laughs> and genuinely tried to make them... None of them. The fuck? <laughs> speak, speak, <laughs> <yourself. laughs> speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. Like, I mean, look at you, for example. Yeah. You own your own company. You are great at what you do. You are a nice person. You want, went to help sponsor a an event trying to bring awareness to mental health issues. Mm-hmm. I For me, that's... You pass with flying colors, right? Like, if we have to take people around the world and compare them to shitty people or racist But it's not people.
0: like I've never done shitty things, I'm sure that I'm doesn't enough, make
1: That right? doesn't make you a shitty person, though. Yeah, no. no,
0: that's true.
1: You know what I mean? Like, sometimes if you make a mistake, it's not an indictment of your character. It's just something bad you did. Mm-hmm. If you keep adding up, if you keep doing dumb shit, if you keep being an asshole, you know, at, at a certain point, to quote my favorite TV show, deep down doesn't really matter at some point. You just are the things you do. So if you're like in your head, I really care about people, but you don't call your loved ones. You shit on them for the most part. You are negative and mean and rude, and you don't care about other people. It doesn't matter if you actually like the people in your head. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking shitty person, right? Yeah. So
0: actions, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Canon, could you pull up that article again, really quickly?
2: The ALS one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah want it, to get around? I think
2: it said it raised up to uh, around fifteen million. Well, throughout nice. the whole campaign, yeah. Let's look. It quickly. said. Um,
0: and what did that GoFundMe page that uh, got started for that wall that Trump wanted to build uh, raise within? Oh, a, look that up too. Uh, oh my yeah, god! I think it was I, like something stupid, like a couple billion. Bi- yeah, billion. Who fucking GoFundMe? America came together within a couple of days uh, for that GoFundMe for that wall you and know, uh, raised probably triple that. Yeah. That's sickening.
1: I actually uh, I saw one post where it compared the GoFundMe for a wall and I compared the GoFundMe for Flint, Michigan's water
0: isn't it sad? Yeah, it's sad. Americans are screwed. Yeah. Here, go back to <laughs> so the ALS page Canadian, really
3: It's
2: But the
1: <laughs> yeah, Trump the, the wall is at two point five million dollars, mm-hmm. which is or I mean twenty point five million dollars, which is a fraction of his one billion goal. And that was go back really quickly. Sorry, I'm actually gonna click back and forth. Uh, the what he's gained now has been raised by three hundred fifty around three hundred and fifty thousand people in a month. 20.5 million... Wow.
0: Yeah, isn't that sick? The statistics are sick.
2: Some people, like, act, like, the last one people just donated two minutes ago, $20.
0: Like... Just to build the wall. Imagine if all those people came together with that money for a better cause. You know
1: what? I'm not even going to go that far. I'm not going to be as good a person as you just suggested. Like, what if you're hungry and you want Subway? You just spent it for building a wall that's probably never going to be
2: built. Actually, no. Not kind of wood. Or but
1: even if it get the belt, someone's
0: gonna destroy it or take exactly. it down. Oh,
2: exactly. Or they're just the they're they're just gonna find another way around the wall. The wall yeah. is like, the wall is eliminating a minuscule amount of like illegal immigrants. Yeah, like people can just fly in on trips. What was the stat leave. that
1: majority of some a lot of the cocaine being brought in from Latin countries is being brought in by U.S. troops? That's insane.
2: but yeah, that, that's crazy. Really, that's
3: crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Look, Kate, look that up after this really quickly. Okay. so the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge raised $15 million. The attempt to reproduce the challenge only led to about 1% of what they had taken in the previous year. These challenges seem to have a short life in the public imagination, and attempts to reproduce them did not go well the viral aspect of the ice bucket challenge also seemed to contribute to its failure as a lasting idea so it didn't last
2: very long but it raised 15 million
1: yeah
0: that's, no, that's pretty fantastic. crazy
2: especially for a cause like that too so
3: that, that's I think cool. it also
0: points towards innovation right like you can't do something big like that twice you have to do something different yeah. to keep people engaged and like that comes down to like business too right and even for you guys right for Yeah, growing your podcast or for me growing my business like what worked for me last year to build success might not work this year yeah exactly you know and you gotta be always thinking about what's next what's that next step or what's that next thing that i can do that's going to be different that's going to make people excited again yeah people uh, just get bored people too. get bored it's the same thing with my followers like they'll go up sometimes by like 300 followers in a month and then sometimes they'll go down 300 followers in a month yeah. and it just comes down to our people um enjoying what we're giving them yeah are you giving them good content you know? yeah
1: and like sometimes it's frustrating you know oh god i we're not even that far into it you know way more about this than us obviously so you're shaking your head yes for the people who can't see us but you know sometimes shit just happens <laughs> no,
0: i definitely was not but and you're, <laughs> and
1: you're like fuck you know anyway so we got the we got the headline up here u.s soldiers plead guilty to attempting to smuggle a million dollars worth of cocaine from Colombia aboard a military plane that was on the 7th
0: of january that's not surprising
1: though yeah i said majority no. so that's not correct but a million dollars worth for just one plane. Mm-hmm. You have to wonder how many other guys have been doing that, right? Oh,
0: for sure. That's, but like,
2: that's not a new thing. Like, people
1: obviously yeah. have been there's in, been
0: crooked cops, crooked military for so long. It's never gonna stop. It's always been.
2: Especially like flying in out of countries like that. Like,
0: well, someone's
2: bound to be like, you know what? I can make a pretty penny. They treat me like shit. Fuck it, type thing. Oh, it's just,
0: all it takes is one disgruntled employee. Exactly right. It's
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all it is.
1: Even on like naughty's like. That, not even that big of a scale. When I was in high school, there were these guys I went to St. Paul's with who got caught stealing and shoplifting in America on a hockey trip. Like I would never think to do something like that. No. Going to play basketball, I'd just be happy to go there. I'd be like, "Where's the food court? I'm hungry in between games." Some guys are like, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna go steal shit in yeah. Colorado."
2: Point, man. Some people, though. know oh, some people are just.
1: Dumb.
0: Yeah. Just
2: yeah. Gets them going, I guess. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah that just drives me fucking nuts. <laughs> Ugh. Jeez. It's Dwayne Casey's fault, honestly. It's it's. You're gonna
0: blame everything on him. <laughs> true. Yeah.
1: Totally. I don't. <laughs> to, I don't see. Scapegoat. Yeah. a Scapegoat. It's no all, all this. I will actually fight anybody who thinks he's a good coach. I will like. I'll <laughs> serious. I'll be seriously upset.
2: I mean, he won Coach of the Year. Oh but. my
1: God. <laughs> okay. No, we're not talking about this. <laughs> we're not talking about this. Oh my God. Uh. I know you travel a lot with Mm -hmm. work. How did you, like, how did you swing that? Did you just kind of, like, network slowly and then kind of branch out more and more?
0: Um, Traveling for work started for me because I got into educating. Mm. So when I was building my, my brand and I was getting popular, MC College actually... Um, where I went to school, approached me about coming and speaking to some of the students and maybe doing a demo of, like, some of the techniques that I had created and things like that. Um, so that's kind of how that started for me was I went there and, you know, I, I thought it was going to be, like, maybe, like, six or seven students, and it ended up being, like, 30 people, and I was so nervous, but I just did it anyways, and I actually really enjoyed it. And I, I've always loved teaching. Like, I love sharing knowledge. I find I've become stronger when I share with someone and it's mm. nice to see someone grow so um yeah long story short that's kind of how it started and then I had a few other people reach out to me in the city like oh you know do you want to come and do a small class for us so like I remember my first class I charged like $75 a person um and you know I thought that was really cool at the time to be able to charge for teaching is that and- a lot of money not, not now, now my tickets sell anywhere from like 275 to like 375 a ticket. Christ, yeah, so it's really, really, really great that I can now all that time I spent not getting paid get paid back for. That's how yeah. I look at it. All those years that I spent after work training and trying new techniques and all the mistakes I've made now, I'm getting paid back for that, which is amazing. Yeah. And I'm getting to strengthen the industry and give them something they're missing. Um, so yeah, so I just started doing more classes here, and then my first um, class out of Winnipeg, I actually had a salon in um, Corning, New York, which is, I think, like, five hours from New York City. I think it's like an hour from Rochester. It's a small little mm. town. I literally had never heard of it before, and they reached out to me on IG, and it was like, would you ever travel to teach? And this guy is yawning while well, telling my story. How rude. Sorry, no, no. How rude. Yeah, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm really
1: engaged.
0: I'm into this. <laughs> I was That's listening. Fun. You
1: went to...
3: Yeah,
0: morning um, New
1: York it's five hours away from New York City yeah. it's an hour away from Rochester and yeah,
0: okay. I'm going to go put my head in All the bed alright so bag. he was listening alright so we can continue then <laughs> <laughs> hair flip hair flip um, so yeah so they reached out to me and just said like would you ever fly down for a class I'm like why not right so I immediately said like totally like let's do this like an Amer- like go to America to teach like that is so cool um, and then little did I know that it was like the super small town and I had to take three flights to get there and travel for 10 hours to get there yeah but you know what I did it I, um, I I booked it I booked the class I flew out there um, I spent a weekend with them the girls were amazing um, yeah and it was it was super cool and I just taught a private class to them and it was good money it was American money. Like, I was nervous bringing that back over the border, though, because I didn't say I was going there for work, right? Oh, okay, okay. I can't work in the States, right? I don't have a visa. Mm-hmm. So that was nervous. But I, I got home. It's all good. Um, and got then in. after that, it just kind of kept trickling around. Like, more and more people wanted to hire me for classes. And then I started flying people here to do classes. Um, so I have had a few really talented um, stylists from, like, Farhana from Calgary and my girlfriend, Rochelle from Vancouver. They've come down to do collabs with me here. Um, and then I decided to... You yeah, I just put my dealers out more and last year I went to Toronto and taught my first class in nice. Toronto. So I got my class there, which was amazing. Um, and I just booked a class. I'm gonna be going actually to Saskatchewan um February eighteenth, uh, to teach a class there. So Where's
2: Saskatchewan?
0: Uh, Wayburn. Weyburn. Oh okay. Yeah. Never even
2: heard of yeah, it?
0: Just small little town I think it's an hour away from Regina uh, but again they reached out to me and uh, so I set up a class so why why not it's super cool it's money cool. right yeah, and I get to write it off and I get to see different places and I get mm-hmm. to network and meet people um, so that was super cool and then um, I've also gotten to travel I got nominated last year for Behind the Chair Behind the Chair is one of like the biggest hair magazines online hair magazines like in the world now
3: yeah
0: um, they have like I think 1.4 million followers wow um, I know it's amazing and um, one of my goals that I had manifested um at the beginning of 2018 was getting nominated. So you enter by posting your best photos, your best work um, and entering them, entering them to categories and I ended up getting nominated twice um, for an extension photo that I did and a haircut. Um, so I got to fly out to um, where were we? Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank San Antonio. Yeah, so oh, I went nice. to yeah, cool. flew to San Antonio for this um, Hair Award show. It was so cool. Like all the like the top st- uh, stylists in the world were there, and that was unreal. I didn't win, but being there was a win for me.
2: You I mean you got nominated, right? Yeah, that's, that's yeah, still and I got a to huge go to this step. Huge
0: party, and like I like, was just like, I was so nervous because it's like I'm seeing these people that I've been following for so many years that like, uh-huh. I look up to. But getting to meet them, it's just like you're you're reminded that they're just normal people. Um, and yeah, it was super cool. Made some really great friends, great networking. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Yeah. That's actually really cool. Wow, Yeah, that's yeah.
0: so it was super cool, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's fun.
1: Twenty nineteen is gonna be even better, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm manifesting this year that I would love to like get onto the behind the chair te- behind the chair team. Yeah. Um, a few of my f- friend stylists are, and basically we just open more doors, to work with companies and product lines and things like that. Awesome. Um, possibly educate under them. So we'll see. Mm-hmm.
1: That'd be sweet. Yeah. So what's like what's the hair industry like in Winnipeg? Like what's the overall you know what
0: we have a lot of talented people in winnipeg believe it or not i believe there was 11 winnipeg stylists that got nominated last year for wow. behind the chair which wow. is unheard of little old winnipeg up,
1: okay. please sure and Thank i you. think
0: yeah <laughs> i think there was like 650 nominees and 11 of them were from winnipeg isn't that nuts Wow, like that little is nice. Winnipeg, we have so much talent in Winnipeg. I'm not kidding. We have some of the t- like some of the best stylists here. Um, so much talent in Canada. Or no, wait, sorry, they weren't all from Winnipeg. They were from Canada. Oh, from oh. Canada. Yeah, okay. but from Winnipeg, there was me. There was Scott Ramos. Um, there was hair by Miss Kelly O. Another girl from her salon. No, wait, there was like eleven of us. There was a lot of us from Winnipeg.
1: Holy
2: shit!
0: Yeah, no, there was a ton of us. Why do you there was th- Stephen, Matthew. No, okay, sorry, I was right. There was like I think nine to eleven of us from Winnipeg alone.
2: That's actually crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find it here behind the chair, nom and nom.
0: Yeah, it's a huge war shows. show. Yeah, it was eleven people from Winnipeg. I remember because, yeah, there was tons of us. Yeah.
1: That's nuts. Burgers, so like, yeah. why do you think that is? Why do you think there are so many?
0: We're just fucking talented here. I think in general, like, not even just in hair, like, we have amazing chefs. We have like amazing clothing brands. We have like people like you guys doing something different here. I think Winnipeg people are just driven in a different way. Maybe it's because there's nothing to do here otherwise. Yeah. You either go drinking or you get a career or something or both. You know, but yeah. You know, but, yeah. I think there's just
1: a lot of talent in <laughs> <to> Winnipeg. <laughs> we've, we've literally talked about this for like the last three or four hours. Yeah, what yeah. is there to do in the city? How can like, There is
0: a lot, you know, okay, I love Winnipeg. Like, everyone always asks why I don't move. I'm um, like, there's a lot of potential here, and it's like if you look and actually, you know, do things in Winnipeg, it's a good city.
1: I think it's a really good city. Yeah. I think it
2: has so much potential. People yeah. are just lazy. Yeah,
1: they that's just, the don't, thing. Wanna, they don't,
0: just they, don't want to go out.
2: Exactly. And right? they're. Penny printers, they just... Know yeah, they and then someone money. tries to throw <clears throat> a cool
0: event and then they don't go. But then mm-hmm. they look online like, oh, look at this cool thing happening in Toronto. Well, there's stuff that happens like that here. So why aren't you going out and supporting it?
1: Exactly. That? Do but you yeah. think that's the bandwagon mentality? Looping back to what we talked about earlier. People just want to jump on something that's already successful rather than...
0: Yeah, support coach. it from the ground up, 100%. Yeah. And honestly, like people are missing out on opportunities for, for great friendships working relationships, all that stuff, networking by getting into something in the early game. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, Christ, how many people do we have now? 700,000? Something like that. Like, we're close to being... In the city? Yeah. We're yeah. close to being, what, like a, a million population.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, this isn't like some... I My biggest beef is so many people treat Winnipeg like it's a fucking... Yeah, at 2016, it was 705,000.
2: I'll look it up. The current.
1: Yeah, people treat Winnipeg like it's some shanty town,
3: mm-hmm. or
1: like tiny. When I was in Ontario last year playing basketball in college, some guy asked me, "He's like, yo, so does Winnipeg have Walmart?"
0: <laughs> no.
1: I'm dead. Like I'm dead serious.
0: No.
2: I'm
1: like, yeah, no, we don't. We uh, we kill polar bears and. Uh,
0: you don't. Do you have Walmart? Yeah.
1: Of
2: all things, of all things to of ask.
0: We have a fucking Walmart. Walmart.
2: Yeah. I
0: think. <laughs> <What> <laughs> idiot that guy
1: no, no, that's not even. That's not even the worst question. Somebody asked me, "Does Winnipeg have stores?" Mm. I was like, "No, we don't." No. There's nothing in this We just, just, we, we, just we just
0: trade We're still the Hudson Bay right? <laughs> yeah. We just trade stuff
1: Yeah know? it's just like, a fur trade post
0: yeah, yeah.
1: She's like no 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 I meant like Gucci I'm like okay Gucci oh, and oh stores God. in general <laughs> Is a huge gap yeah, <laughs> You have to know that okay, You did not Let's say you said Gucci
0: huh? um, We did have Holt Renfrew at one point Where you could meet with a personal shopper And they would order for you oh, yeah. we don't have that anymore
1: yeah cool. no. know she's yeah. like oh I'm in like Gucci like fuck what
0: it makes it more special with when you go somewhere and then you get to go to those stores. Like I love shopping in Toronto. It's Yeah. Right? Or going to Vancouver.
1: Remember when before we had Ikea everybody would go to
2: Minneapolis for Ikea?
1: Oh
0: yeah. It was like super cool to go to IKEA when you drive down to many Yeah. And Target and shit. Oh my god, yeah.
2: Target. I remember when Target was huge. Now we have Target well we had Target. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah.
0: had for like a very short period so, of time. It's like not even
2: months. just us, it's just Can it was like mm. Target Canada just I don't tanked. know why
0: it did so bad though. Like why? Uh I
2: don't just know. Really bad. I learned about this in my business classes. Yeah. It was just like very bad, uh, like pre-purchases.
1: The pr- like the they, they over, yeah, the, the they're pre projections Yeah, they exactly. Literally
0: opened up that super fucking Target, bipolar park. They're like, that was dumb. How about like open up a few small ones to see how they do? That's
2: exactly. That's so that's, so that's what they did, and they thought just because they were Target, they were going to just. It's sounding yeah. to do well in Canada I think
0: that's why I started small with my salon too like I only have four chairs I'm just a little studio like 800 square feet uh-huh. um, and people always ask me they're like why don't you expand like just hire more stylists you're bigger than that and like I would prefer to, like, play it safe right now and grow a quality, like, Mm -hmm. name and a quality business and a quality brand, and when the time is right, then expand it, Um, because I think that starting too big in the beginning, you're just, like, asking for trouble. you got to stay
2: humble in the beginning. Yeah,
0: and I don't have any business training, so when I opened my business, like, you guys, I literally just decided I'm going to open my business, and I had $25,000 saved to pay my taxes, which I really needed I ended up having to like go on a payment plan with CRA it sucked but I was like okay I have 25 grand I know I can get started with that I found a space I found a contractor um and I just went for it, gutted it, and just started. And the, yep. 20, the 25 grand got me started. I had, I think, like four credit cards going. I opened up a, a Home Depot credit card, any credit card that I could get, an extra Capital One credit card, $500 here, anything that I could do. And then I just worked like 12 hour days, six days a week, and I just hustled um, so I could make the money to pay for as I went. Um, and then within a year, I had my shop open. And, you know, yeah.
1: Doesn't it make more sense as well to like, pack the house first rather than be trying to grasp to fill it up you know having so many people wanting to come into a smaller studio rather than okay we got this huge studio and now we got to fill it up shit
0: yeah and I think the industry is so different nowadays where it's just like you can really work anywhere and be successful because of Instagram and because of social media where you know the hair industry 15 20 years ago you wanted to work at an it salon Mm -hmm. um you know like vault was really big back then I don't know if you guys would know about that being no. a little bit younger but vault was downtown and it was like the it's a lawn to go to they, it was huge um, and it went under because uh, you know long term people just kind of got over this whole um, facade of what it was advertising yeah that makes sense now people want to go somewhere where they can just have a quality experience and enjoy themselves and like see a good stylist they're not necessarily just going for the salon name anymore mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, uh, Scott, the Saint, that's yeah. like, I think that's a pretty big name salon mm-hmm. in Winnipeg anyways. And yeah,
0: I mean, but like Scott started cutting when he was like 15 out of his basement. Yeah. 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 Start so. somewhere,
1: right? I mean, beginnings. Good Hair Winnipeg with uh, Regan Tran, he owns that place. It's in like, they rent a little space in uh, a building on Hargrave. Mm-hmm. And it's not a huge space, but they do pretty well. Yeah. And the barbers there are really good, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, it's like if you have a good name for yourself and as a personal brand, you can really work anywhere nowadays, Yeah, that, that's
2: true though. Yeah.
0: But I think that's why personal branding itself is so important nowadays too, and I really try to stress that when I do education and stuff, because a lot of stylists that are attending my classes, you know, they might be in the hair industry for 20 years already, but now they're like, well, now what do I do, right? Everything's changing. How do I stay current? And it's branding yourself. Yeah. As a personal brand, even though you work at someone else's shop, you have to be your own personal brand,
3: Yeah, you know, yeah. To, to
0: make it afloat. And then the nice thing is you can really go anywhere. Yeah. Even I think like if I wanted to move to Toronto one day or move to Vancouver, my name is already built. My brand is already built. I think I'd have no problem rebuilding there.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Right? So.
1: Yeah. And I mean like you're kind of, your situation when you just got into things, there weren't many hair brands on Instagram in Winnipeg, especially.
0: Yeah. Right? Like at the very beginning. Like, yeah. 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 And
1: you took advantage of
0: that. I did, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was huge for me. Like, it was amazing how fast I was growing. Because at the time, the algorithm didn't exist. So you could literally post three times a day. And everyone would see those three posts. So I, it was like clockwork. I'd post in the morning at night. And then I'd post in the afternoon at 1. And then I'd post at night around 10. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, boom, I'd always get more followers, more and more likes. And then when the algorithm came in, it's like, some of my friends would be like, oh my god, I haven't even seen any of your posts in like a week. Like, mm-hmm. what's going on? and it's... I've been
2: posting every day.
0: Um, like I'm like, i posting every day, and then I realized that something was wrong, and so I had to do more research on it, and be like, okay, so now it all is off engagement. Um, so it definitely makes it more challenging to grow. Because stylists always ask me, or people reach out, like, how did you build a following? It's like... It's just it's a different time now. Yeah. You know, it's all circumstantial. Is your content good enough? Like Yeah.
1: yeah. Fucking algorithm, man. Yeah. I know. Fuck you, ruins Instagram. It. Math letting had us to, have
0: free business. Yeah, exactly. ruin
1: <laughs> everything. Math always ruins everything. I know. I
0: hate math. I'm terrible at math. Yeah. Calculators for life. <laughs> yeah, I
2: honestly. I would be dead without my phone. Like I know. honestly. <laughs>
0: On so many levels, we would not make it without our phones nowadays. It's, yeah. We're
2: attached to it's them. actually, It's actually kind of sad how.
0: This comes everywhere with me to the bathroom, like, you know, wherever. Yeah. To bed. Yeah. Everywhere, yeah. Everywhere. Totally.
2: School and class. Mm-hmm. This is your life and like a little five by two like scary, square you know what I mean like it's, it's your
0: life so scary.
2: Especially, and like, especially when you like lose your phone or something yeah, and it's, it's and anarchy you're like, what am I you're, like checking it? every 30 seconds like is it live yet like is yeah. it on yeah
1: I mean my favorite know. thing is like when uh when there's nothing going on in your life and you're doing something you're like watching tv but you're still checking your phone you're like I don't know maybe maybe somebody texted me and maybe somebody wants to talk to me yeah maybe, maybe something happened it's was like, you've checked seven times and nothing's happening. Well, happened. so now
0: that it tells you, you can get screen reports, right? So it'll actually tell you how long you've been on your phone. Every yeah. Yeah. Sunday, yeah. Every Sunday it'll tell like, you. i like, shit, seven hours of screen time one time. I, well, it was like a few Sundays ago. I was yeah. hungover, so it's fine. Yeah. I had nothing better to do anyways, but be on Instagram. And I was working. I was working. I was editing photos and prepping and stuff, so it's fine. But I was just like, wow, seven hours. Like, what else could I have done in that time?
1: I, put a t- I actually started putting a time limit on my apps.
0: That's good. Just
1: so that, like... I'm going to override it obviously. As yeah. be like, oh, you're you're <laughs>
0: override. It's
1: like 2 yeah. hours is hit I'm like, oh well. But like when that hits, it kind of guilts me a little bit. So I'm whenever I have that urge to pick it up, I'm like, ooh, I don't want to do it that bad yeah. anymore.
0: I feel worse for people who like maybe are on there for seven hours and aren't actually working, because <laughs> I'm sure there's people that just scroll for that long. Like at least I'm doing something pro- productive yeah. for my business. Yeah, right?
1: exactly right. <laughs> yeah, me it's too. Not me too. Totally, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't scroll at all. <laughs>
0: We're all guilty. I'm
1: always productive. Yeah. How do you
0: guys kind of feel about how like now it picks stuff for you to see? Like, when I hate this, it. I hate it. Like,
1: I hate it. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I w- In terms of what like Instagram or just- yeah,
0: so like if you go to your explore page, like you know before all this stuff happened, it would show you all kinds of things. Right. Now it's like it picks what it thinks you want to see, but I don't want to on- see stuff that I already see.
2: Yeah, I want to see stuff, I want to be following new stuff. Well, yeah. it's based on the hashtags you like.
0: Oh, okay. So
2: it's if you're not if you're not liking stuff with hashtags it doesn't doesn't really affect it but yeah so
1: weird. my scary thing is like when uh, I look up want like I go Jersey shopping online and I don't even buy them anymore I just go cause I'm bored and I'm like oh what if you know what if. and now everywhere I go it's like do you want to buy LeBron James jersey I'm like no I hate LeBron no of course I would never buy his jersey blasphemy get no and it's like Look at this. And, like, all my ads are that now. And I'm like,
0: oh, you box. make me feel like a
1: fucking junkie, it's man. It's so
0: weird, right? Like, I'll accidentally click on something and then, like, on all my social media things, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, there's advertisements for it. It's so creepy. your cookies. Yeah, but even like there's been times where I've not clicked on things, I've just talked about things. Like me and my friends had this conversation once that like we think your iPhone is listening to you. It is,
1: 100 percent Yeah. Siri's listening to you.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't know I don't know if it, I don't know if it's listening to you. Cause I, I watched this I don't know if you guys saw it, but this guy, he said crib. He's a single buzzfeed writer or something. So there's no reason for him to be t- talking about like baby cribs. Yeah. So for a month straight he said crib as much as he could. And like as close to his phone everywhere, and yeah, and, like nothing really ever came of it. I I mean, but uh, that's just one case though. Right? I know that
1: sometimes like police or FBI mm-hmm. or something. <clears throat> By the way, I hope the FBI doesn't listen to this episode when you're like, Yeah, I took back money from the state. Yeah, you know, just
0: illegally working in the USA.
1: Yeah, they're going to pull up at my house and be like, Do you know this woman? I'll be like, No. (laughs) (laughs) You had her on your show. Are you the one who runs this podcast? Dude, I don't even know what a podcast is. Yeah, podcast what? Wait, I'm not Joe Rogan. Is this you? you? So no, yeah, that's, my,
0: that's my twin brother. Yeah, he doesn't live here anymore. He's like, God, you can gonna just have
1: no, no, it's like, he's he's asleep upstairs, actually. That room right there. Go back. <laughs> do you actually
0: have a twin brother? No, <laughs> I don't have a
1: twin brother, but everybody says we like twins. He's like six oh, okay. years older
0: than me. All right.
1: But uh, where was I going with it? No, but like, sometimes. There we go. This is what I was going. On. Some police officers, like, confiscate Alexas and stuff when they're doing a case because it picks up all the shit and records
2: it.
0: Yeah. The Alexa thing and, like, Google Home, I believe, do record you.
2: Yeah. Well, that's yeah. like.
0: At all times,
1: right? At all times. Yeah,
0: I don't think I'd ever want that Google Home stuff in my house. What's it for? Like,
1: does it do anything other than than what Siri does? Well,
0: you know, you could, like, ask Alexa to play Baby Shark, and it will. Have you guys seen that video? Yeah. It's
1: like,
0: Alexa, play Baby Shark. (laughs) (laughs) It's so cute. That song, though, like, I can't get it out of my head when I hear it. But can't
2: you do that on your phone, too?
0: Yeah, probably.
2: Hey, Siri. Right there, yeah. Hey, Siri, play Baby Shark. You have to turn it on. No, it's, it's voice-activated. Oh, okay. oh, no, hey, Siri.
0: On. Play Baby Shark. Sorry, I couldn't find Baby Shark. Oh, it's in only music. looking at my Apple Music.
2: Well, yeah, fuck you, you're you have, to, you have to, like, on YouTube and... Uh, series, okay.
0: but, like, with, Siri's... Siri's uh, useless. So, like, with the so, like, I think the technology would be able to just play it. Baby. Well,
2: I mean, I Come get on. it. I <laughs> get it how specific you need to be, because you have to be. Yeah. But in the same sense, it's like... You go on like on the Echo Dot thing. You're like, mm-hmm. "Hey, play Baby Shark," and playing right through well, the speakers. Well,
0: what I find frustrating is like when I'm driving and I need to like look up a phone number and I want it to call. I don't know if maybe I just don't know how to use Siri properly, but I'll be like, "Siri, look up a restaurant or look up this," and then I want her to call it, but like she doesn't. Yeah. Do you guys know how to do that?
2: Stupid bitch. You have to like She I
0: tell you, I never use it.
2: I I literally only <laughs> use it for like simple things, like yeah. to like listen, like to. Add it to my Spotify, or not my Spotify, my Apple Music. Or like, like set a timer.
0: Or yeah, yeah, set a
2: timer. Yeah. Simple stuff, right? Other than oh, my that.
0: Mags, hey, set a timer for eight minutes. Yeah, that's you
3: know?
2: literally all Siri is good for. It. It's just good for day-to-day tasks.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, here's my logic with that. Like, if I'm going to a place and I don't know the directions already, I'm like, that's on me and I'm a dumbass. So I'm going to go to the nearest Tim Hortons <laughs> or the nearest McDonald's, look up the wi get in the Wi-Fi, or like pull over and look it up instead of being like, hey, Siri, do you want to do this for me? And Siri's like, I'm sorry, I couldn't register that. And you're like,
0: fuck, yeah. I hate you. I'm the worst with using my data. I just let that run all the time. It's so bad. Wow. I'm over I'm my data all the time. so
2: good at, like, shutting my apps Are off and you, stuff like that. Oh, like, I should
0: I, pay more attention. There's times where, I, like, I get my bill. I'm like, holy shit. Like, how did I use an extra $100 of the data? It's like, it kills me. I'm at 15,
2: like, g- I ha- I'm, I'm at, like, 15 gigs of data I haven't gone over and, I like, six months wow but like, it's, I have ten
0: and it's just not enough there's so many times where I go over
2: I mean you're working
1: on your That's phone true, though right thing. That's like, yeah. if I'm driving my
0: friend's car I'm working and exactly. all the time on my phone so, so.
1: yeah well, I mean like you guys are like I got ten gigs of data I got fifteen gigs of data I'm like I got a hundred minutes to talk
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: my plan is thirty dollars <laughs> oh
0: my god no not mine but I can write a part of mine off so it's not so bad Fair oh enough. yeah right yeah. yeah what are the pros to being a business owner technically <laughs> I, you I mean write off a lot of shit it's awesome tags.
2: We right. You'd be could able too. to write
0: off a lot of shit too.
2: We could write off our mics. I just noticed that we could yeah, totally like, buy our mics you guys, and write it are off. Are you
0: guys a, like a, a registered business?
2: Not yet. No.
0: Okay, we'll do that because you guys could be writing off all your equipment. We have, have we,
2: have, we have generated revenue now that we have sponsors. So yeah, technically, so we, we are. So if you guys are generating
0: revenue, you guys just need to like yeah file for your business name and everything like that. Uh, get a GST number and like you guys could literally write off everything you buy and get a, a tax uh, cut off that.
1: Oh, dope. Yeah. Get myself Because like, I can write off a
0: little bit of my car, my gas if I'm doing supply runs. Like, I can write off meals if I'm having a, a client meeting. Business meeting, right. Yeah. You
1: know? So what if we bought a person to edit our shit? Yeah?
0: Yeah, if you hired someone no, to like, do business for you. No, like,
2: people, like, if you, if you, like, no, uh, said, uh, how you person- pay... No, yeah, like if, I, if you pay, if you're paying people, <laughs> like
0: buy a person. If you're paying people, buying slaves here.
3: Slave. Yeah,
2: if you're paying people like to do stuff for you, that's like a that's a tax write off. Like yeah. you get your taxes back for like. Wow, I'm so stupid. Yeah, so
1: I don't know I, why I'm not about that. Let's
0: say there's an issue at my shop and I need like a plumber to come in. I keep that invoice and then I can write off a part of that tax and it reduces my taxes I owe at the end of the year
1: wow i did
0: not know
2: any of this how
0: did you not know this? i think did my dad know?
2: was I, I did but like i never thought i'm like oh shit we actually are a business like well
0: technically if you guys are going to be getting sponsors and eventually be making money yeah you guys are a fucking business now so congrats
2: thank you i don't know as soon that's as like
1: jellyfish sponsor that's where like it yeah i <laughs> was like that was the least excited i've been about getting congrats in my life no, I was, like no. my life flashing before my eyes I'm like oh god like
0: all <laughs> the things i bought that i could have written off
1: yeah, oh, no, remember? I think my dad was trying to tell me about that the other day. He was like, yeah, you know, you're a business now, so you might want to, like, look into that. I'm like, yeah, sure, dad, whatever.
0: Yeah, so the first <laughs> thing you got to do is register your business so you can get a GST number.
1: So what do we okay. do? We just, like, pull up to Brian Bowman's house. So like, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, What's up, bro? Sign this.
0: You go online and type in um, how to Brian register a Bones. GST number oh. or whatever, right? Um, and then, yeah, so, like, all the GST you pay when you're buying shit and everything like that at the end of the year, you can write off. Wow. So like, I
1: was hoping you'd say, like, just knock on his window. Yeah. And beg him.
0: You could try that too, but you'll probably get arrested. Right? Just don't put that on me.
1: Yeah,
2: I'd be like, <laughs> Amber Joy told us.
0: Like, oh God. Amber God. Joy
2: told us. An anonymous source, her name's Amber
1: Joy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, yes,
2: yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Where'd you on the show? I have no idea what you're talking about. I have a twin sister, too. You
1: know, Amber Joy, she has to be unidentified. Yes. <laughs>
0: I don't exist, you guys. I don't
1: exist. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you're just a figment of our imagination. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: just, I'm,
3: just really... I'm like
0: one of those, like... There's a robot, actually, that has an Instagram, and it has a like crazy amount of followers. It's literally like a real-life-looking robot. And for a long time, people didn't know it was a robot. And the person who had the robot would dress it and, like pose it in different places and doing things and like it built this huge Instagram following you should look at that's
1: so look oh <laughs> my god it built huge Instagram
0: at... following and I believe it was like a test run um, I think actually maybe a company a startup company like that had the robot did it as a test run and it built like a ton of followers it some chick
2: Michaela or whatever Michaela um, little
0: Michaela I don't know let's see let's see Yes, this is the one. That's
2: actually yeah. 1. It says robot. Followers. That's insane. But
0: when they first released it, I don't think people knew she was a robot. Um, and they did the, like this campaign to see if they could build off fake branding. Like I think that's what it was. She was is a that fake a Wally
1: Serbiak jersey? <laughs> yep. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Click on that. This, this is actually making me mad. Why in God's name would you dress? And look
0: at those pants too. If only. Could you that's get
2: that's Fuego. That is a Fuego. That looks photoshopped
1: on.
0: Yeah, why? No, why? Maybe they knew already that you were going to be seeing it.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, God. Because he's is...
0: listening to your phone. Just kidding. <laughs> then why
1: is it Wally Serbiak? I don't care about Wally Serbiak.
2: It's because we were talking about Kevin
1: Garnett. Well, like,
0: she's pretty, hey? For, for, for
2: a <laughs> We were talking yeah. about Kevin Garnett, that's why. She doesn't look
1: like a human, though. Like, I mean, maybe it's because I know she's a robot.
0: But if you didn't know, maybe you just think she's a very pretty person that has lots of plastic surgery or something. Or maybe she's, like, from those small European company, or, uh, countries, countries where those girls just look really unique, you know? How would you know? Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't.
2: She looks... Co-
1: Everyone on Instagram on this. looks this like one. a
0: fucking robot nowadays, let's no, be honest.
3: Th-
1: this one. Shut up. That looks CGI. Click on this one. Yeah, look at her, like... body composition her shoulders don't look very proportionate you know like that muscle's way too long that muscle's way too long look at that
2: i mean her muscle
1: starts like her shoulder ends halfway down her bicep
2: i I really don't
0: if i didn't know she was a robot i wouldn't have known
2: same exactly if
1: i was following a
0: really really pretty unique person there's so many people nowadays that look so different in this world
2: and, like, a so lot of people go for that, like, Barbie doll editing.
0: look, right? Yeah, and, like, now there's a safe tune and all those things where people edit what they look yeah. like. Mm-hmm. So these
1: pictures exactly. are actually very well done, though.
0: Right? Yeah. Cool, eh? It's One had million followers, guys, and it's not even a real two person. Two robots.
2: <laughs> Dang.
1: That's but crazy, that's, though.
0: That's, like, that's how marketing is, though, guys. Like, the content <coughs> is out. Like, if it captures people, it doesn't matter, man. People oh, will come. Oh, yo,
1: dope. Let's create a robot. That's our, another co-host. <laughs>
0: Just make sure she's really hot and then people will definitely be into it because sex sells,
1: right? Totally, yeah. yeah. We had a... Uh, when uh, when
0: we I a mean, really good-looking guy. we lot Hey, I'm, I'm too. right here. Like, come on.
2: <laughs> like, we got the camera now. <laughs> we're good. Don't worry. Amazing. Yeah, once we had on a uh,
1: female on the show. I'm not going to say... We don't have that many females on compared to men, but like...
0: Oh, sexist. This is actually... Ended. This is a really
1: okay. funny story. To oh, you're going to love this. This is great. okay. Let's hear the
0: story. Okay,
1: well... Bef- no, but like, whenever we have like we had this really, like, this attractive woman on, and, like, seven people messaged me, like, yo, 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 how do you know this girl? What oh the hell? Did God. you guys bang? Like, what happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? I'm like, you guys all need to fuck off.
0: Yeah, no doubt.
2: Some people are just vultures, though. I mean, yeah. they just, they want, I don't know, people, I don't know, people are
0: fucked. People yeah. are weird, man. They, they are, though, fanalities. like, it's... Like, the whole sliding into DM things, like, I feel bad for some of my single friends that just are, sort of like... I Especially love when you. guys like are like creepy. Like Tinder, like, oh yeah. My gosh. Have you guys gone on Tinder?
2: <laughs> oh what is Tinder? I, did, I never What's did, that. I never I did know. Tinder
1: successfully because I don't have any good pictures of myself. Yeah. All my pictures are like in groups of people. And it yeah. just, you just looks have to
0: do the crop thing. You know where it's like you have a crop? Yeah, you crop gotta like just cut. them on the little photos. <laughs> 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 you can tell there's someone's arm around them.
1: <laughs> no, I never did that, but like. I saw, I saw this one Tinder message. This girl, like, swiped right on a guy because his bio was just, like, so obviously bad. And he was just so obviously a douchebag. And
0: I saw he, all the stuff people post on there, it's hilarious. My friends show me. It's just, like, that's what they thought their profile picture should be.
1: It was, like, he, uh, oh. he messages her after they match. And he's, like, hey, you got a really nice smile. And then after, like, two days of her not replying... He was just like straight, and this isn't funny. Like, I laugh because of how ridiculous he's just like, I'm gonna put my dick in your mouth. Oh and goodness. it's like, what the
0: fuck, man? How do you, like-
2: how do you go
1: from like, you have a nice smile, like, I'm going to put my dick in your mouth. Yeah, That's what
0: did, he was really wanting to think, right? Yeah.
1: How do you get to that? Like, if you get, if I ever get iced by a girl, I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to delete this conversation.
2: Yeah, I'm just going to unfollow you. I'm like, this did not I'm just,
1: happen. I'm going to cry and then delete the conversation so I don't have to be reminded of it. Like,
0: It's crazy how thirsty people are, though. Like, I'll post a photo on my personal page and, like, I'll get random guys like, oh, you're very nice. Or, like, I've had guys that are literally, like... 60 years old messaged me, like, hey, like, do you want a friend and stuff like that? Like, literally, yeah.
1: How many of your friendships, like, how many of your actual genuine friendships have started with somebody asking you, hey, do you want a friend?
0: (laughs) Zero, probably, unless I was at a rave and like in the mood to make friends. Yeah,
1: yeah, but that's like context, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I've never made friends off that on a personal DM. No hair DM. Yeah, I get DMs from like hair friends all the time. I've made tons of friends in that way. Yeah, again, never from uh, never from a personal page. Never from
1: a personal page with a hundred followers. I mean, a hundred following and one follower with the name Jack Dot. B-X-K, booty, yeah. <laughs> booty hole liquor or something, oh without a profile picture <laughs> or any oh post. <laughs> 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 he eats ass
0: off. So
2: okay. I mean, he's gotta, he's gotta be a cool guy if yeah. he eats ass. It's yeah. 2019, oh. like, come on. You're lame if you don't <laughs> eat ass. <laughs> uh,
1: Yeah, the next thing you know, you show up at your house and you see Leatherface and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, oh I'm
0: right here. Oh my goodness! You guys are that's too such
2: loud. a okay. That's that's a that's crazy though. Okay, I saw this video. This guy was driving on the highway, and this guy was just like following him for like the longest amount of time. Like it was like as soon as he like switched lanes, he would, and it's it ended up like they ended up going for dinner but, like... What? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, but it, ended like,
1: being like, oh, it ended up being, like... It ended up going a dinner and wait. being friends. Really and... quick context point. It was on a highway. Yeah. So this dude was driving, like, six hours somewhere, and a guy was falling because he was probably going to the same place, and they ended up being friends, and, like, he was like, oh, this is so cute, I ended up being friends with this guy, but somebody was like, yo, if that was a woman, like, <laughs> you know,
2: she's not alive at the end of the story. Really. not even, like, yeah, a woman, no just, like person in general like that dude could have been just been a psychopath he's like alright this is the next dude I'm gonna fucking kidnap and rape and well, yeah. you know what I mean Fuck the- yeah. people are just messed up like I was watching those Ted Bundy tapes
0: Okay, I can't bring myself to watch stuff like that. It's I exactly love that why I don't stuff. I watch the news because like that stuff sits with me and I'm I night. I love that stuff.
1: I can't because I'm just a bitch around horror movies in general.
0: I don't like horror movies either. I get scared real fast. I'm like, why do I want to feel anxious? Exactly. Oh why my god! Thank my you. My
2: that's I I, I don't I don't like horror movies. I'm
0: protecting myself.
2: I don't like horror movies, but like the Ted Bundy tapes when it's like teaching about stuff like that. Then it's super cool. Like you learn about <laughs> stuff that's already happened. I don't know. I find that stuff interesting. No, uh,
0: yeah. yeah. I, I get where you're coming from, but I think, like, at night when I'm laying there, then I'm going to start thinking about, like, how many people do I know that could be Ted Bundy? That's yeah. true, though. Right? Like, that show, like,
1: that show, You on Netflix, I will not okay, watch Okay,
0: You that. was so good. You I should watch, watch it. it. No, you got it. it I haven't so watched good. it yet. I oh, either. my God, you guys, it's so good. I watched the whole thing in one day, ten hours. Really? No big deal. Oh, Jeez. Uh, yeah, you know, just one, another one of those hangover Sundays, you know?
1: Oh, Dang. I you ever watch the show Big Little Lies? No. Oh that's a good show. Is I thought it? you were gonna say Big Mouth and I was like ah, Big Mouth is it. a great show. I tried
0: to watch Big Mouth but I just was like, ah, I just I make them too old for cartoons now, even though it's like an adult cartoon. Uh uh-uh. yeah, should sad. I go watch it? One Am I big out?
1: Yes, I think so. I think it's brilliant. The only
0: cartoons now I watch that are adults like, you know, Family Guy, Rick and Or Morty. American Dad. You ever watch South Park? Uh back in the day, but not mm-hmm. anymore. It's not
1: that good anymore.
0: No, it's can't for too to long. That. Simpsons, I'll still
1: watch. Oh, Simpsons is terrible.
0: Uh, I grew up on that shit, so no.
1: Same. Fair enough. Yeah. I was making a lot to watch Family Guy. Different for like eras. Family
0: Guy, different eras. No, but like... I'm old, like literally a decade older than you guys. Old, old yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> old Simpsons is amazing. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I tried to watch some of the new season last year. The year. Oh, I just couldn't.
0: Yeah, see, I don't have cable anymore, so like I don't often watch any of that stuff anymore. Okay. Huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, and the old stuff is amazing. Like, there's no getting around that. That stuff's yeah. awesome.
0: It's so good. That's but a crazy
1: s- trend, though. People are just,
2: like, giving up cable.
1: Like, mm-hmm. basic cable. I haven't had
0: cable, honestly, for, like, <clears throat> probably two or three years. That's
2: such a, like, a huge growing trend. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm actually excited to see how that's going to change this year. You just year.
0: really don't need it anymore. I mean, exactly. You can literally stream whatever you want. Netflix,
2: Crave, Hulu.
0: Anything. Even with sports, right? You can have NBA game time, whatever. Yeah, like, it's, like, everything. all in your... Yeah, you can
2: have it on your phone. Yeah. Especially, like, home phones. Like, I... I don't know anyone with a home phone anymore. Like I
0: do miss those days, though, where I, it's like I had to call my friend up and they weren't home and I didn't get to see them or talk to them for, like, another day.
2: Yeah.
0: You know? Now and it's like, I had so much to tell them, and they had so much to tell me because we hadn't actually seen everything online.
1: Yeah, you yeah. Know? Now it's like I need to get a hold of can and I'll text him, he'll reply, I'll hit him up on Instagram. And yeah. I'll, like, snap him and like, you'll answer me. And you FaceTime me.
0: Well, yep. I have, if I see like one of my friends on IG or like you know vice versa it's like hey I see you're online right now answer my text yeah um, I hate that to touch on that though you know like I want to talk about like how hard it is as a business nowadays where your clients feel like they can reach you at any time like that's something we struggle with in our industry a lot is you know it'll be a Sunday night and you're trying to have dinner with your family and your clients sending you photos of like hey like this is can we talk about this or like blah 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 and it's just like and you don't get back to them and then they're sending you question marks like hey like did you not get my text it's like there's no boundaries anymore it's like dude mm-hmm. I'm, it's sunday it's my day off i don't need to respond to you about work um that's something i find i struggle with a lot now people think i'm just always available
1: well i think there's etiquette about it too like if i usually i hit somebody up and if i know they're very busy i'll give them a week buffer because maybe they saw it and they're like oh i'll reply to this later and they just got it lost so i
0: always happens
1: yeah i'll
2: I check in i do it all, all the time I'm like i'm guilty sure. for it
0: so I and mean, like i'll set a time once a week to go back through my messages and like sometimes i even miss one from like two weeks ago and I'll, i'm just like oh shit i'm so sorry like yeah like, hopefully people understand that some people don't
1: yeah, that, that's the worst but like yeah you check in in a week and i'm sure yeah. the person understands it like oh i missed this i'm sorry you know yeah. i was busy
0: it's like give me 48 hours you know
1: yeah at least <laughs> yeah yeah at least totally because you're what, you got 38,000 followers on Instagram on your hair count?
0: 35? 35.4 right now.
1: That's yeah. nuts. That's
2: yeah. actually crazy, yeah.
1: Like, can you imagine if even 1% of that decided to message you? Well,
0: and the thing, too, is it's like it's not all just on one thing. I get DMs on there. I get DMs on my uh, salon page. I get emails. I get text messages. I Like, it's is coming it from so calls? many different yeah. places. Oof. You know, and it's just, like, overwhelming to keep up with it sometimes.
1: Yeah. So how do you like, how do you do vacations and stuff?
0: Vacations? Yeah. I have to book them real far in advance. So Mm. usually what I do is I try to map out what I want to do over the next six months. So like I already know my vacations until summer. They're already all booked off. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if something comes up like short notice, I just have to move my clients and make it work. But typically I always plan six months ahead. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so like what do you, curiosity what do you do for vacations I know you're huge into the rave scene and stuff yeah
0: like so I mean honestly I would say 80% of my trips are geared around going to festivals mm-hmm. um it's very rare that when I'm going somewhere it's not for a show or for a festival yeah. um like I'm heading to Toronto um next weekend for one of my favorite uh, DJ groups Cosmic Gate they're doing their 20th year anniversary tour oh, nice. um and they're playing at Rebel down there they're gonna, they're gonna do a four-hour set so I'm pumped about that but yeah I uh, I love the the rave scene and the festival scene so I usually carry it around that
2: Huh. Fair enough. It's
0: cool. Yeah, it's good times, guys. Yeah. It's like my way to completely escape real life for a bit.
1: Yeah, I never really got into raves and stuff. Neither, yeah, neither it was really
0: rave. big when I was younger. Like I got in raves when I was fifteen, and um, I just I loved the music. I loved the, like the vibes, and I made so many friends and it. Everyone was just like, it's always a good time, and I just loved being on the dance floor. And like, it's a it is an opportunity to like lose yourself for a little while. Yeah. And you just feel so much reborn after it, like, honestly.
2: Yeah. I think that's just concerts in general, General mm-hmm. though. Especially if you, like, really enjoy the music. It's, like, one of your favorite artists. You just get yeah, lost into it. the nice
0: thing is about a festival. It's, like, for me, like, to go to a concert, like, that's cool. You know, a two- or three-hour concert. But, like, I go to, like... Three to four day festivals, yeah. Going for like eight or ten hours a day, and then we're going to after parties and Mm -hmm. like it's wild, guys. And I love it. It's like and that that's that's something I do share with the world. Some people are like, oh, like do you think your followers are going to think it's you know that you party too much? It's like, but that's what I do on my own time. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't affect my business. That's something I like to do on my own time, and it's I don't know. My clients love hearing about it and seeing all the outfits I wear and like hearing about all my crazy stories. Like I I was in Vegas for EDC back in 2016, and I ended up like backstage with Skrillex at a show. Wow. And like, like, Jaws and Marshmallow. And like, so cr- I've had some really crazy cool stuff happen. So cool, actually. Yeah, so cool. I, know, wow. yeah, so cool. I, I like kind of just like made my way into the VIP and then I ended up like on the speaker besides Skrillex, And like, I'm literally like where you are and now. That's how far he is wow. from me. And then I ended up just being like partying with him in the back a little bit while he was playing. It was so cool. It was so sort of yeah. like, to like look out on everyone. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what's Holy happening there? I was like, is this real life? It was so cool.
1: And I mean, to touch back on briefly what I was the cycle the psychology tips to grow your social media, that's transparency in a way, right? Like, if people don't like the brand that you're putting out, the unfollow button's right there.
0: 100%.
2: I'm so, I love that. I I hate when people are, like, so bitchy about what you post. Just
0: just leave it.
3: Just go. This is your brand.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's my brand and also like one of the things that I really tried to do is like I definitely um, have tried to unfollow people that maybe make me not feel good about myself or Mm -hmm. you know like it's so hard in this industry whether it be beauty or whatever industry you're in, comparing yourself to other people, right? Like in the beauty industry in general it's really hard as a woman not to compare yourself and then as an artist not to compare my work to other people's work or why is this person doing better than me or this and that and it's funny because People probably look at me that way. Like, why is Amber doing so good? Why does Amber have so much success? But I look at people that are ahead of me the same way. I have mm-hmm. that, that same insecurity and stuff like that. So one thing I'm trying to do for my self love this year is unfollow people that make me feel that way or doubt me, doubt myself. Yeah. You know? I yeah. think it's a healthy thing to do. Like you said, if you don't like what you're seeing, unfollow it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. And maybe like sometimes you're not just you're just not ready to see something. Like, yeah. There's this book I'm reading now. And I tried to read it three years ago, and it honestly scared the shit out of me. I'm like, what oh, book was it? it's uh, Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. Oh, okay. Kind of a basic bitch book to read in the self-help book world, but whatever. That's funny. I was trying to read, and I was like, oh, this is too intense for me. And I'm getting yeah. back into it, and I'm like, no, mm-hmm. this is great.
0: Yeah, I've never read that book. I, I, when you were saying Awakening, I thought you were going to say Awakening to uh, a New Earth by Eckhart uh, oh, right. Tolle. That's That's on one of my, my favorite books. Um, that book I actually, like, kind of opened me up to enlightenment and opened me up on my spiritual journey back in like 2011 um that book is deep and it'll take you to places you don't want to go talk about your ego all those things but it opened up a different mind frame for me and I highly recommend that book
2: yeah I yeah. need an ego check not gonna lie it's That'd probably honestly be really it's a good, good reminder I've
0: read it five times like I, That's I cool, I've read it over and over and over again and I don't read books like I I have ADHD I don't read like but I can't. that was like one of the first books since high school that I had picked up that I read front to back and didn't stop A New Earth right A New Earth yeah Waking Into Your Life's Purpose by Tolle. it's really good
1: yeah Brett Bailey recommended that to me yeah it sounds like an incredible yeah, book yeah if you
0: want something to like ease you into it A Power of Now was the first one and yeah. uh, A New Earth was the sequel to that one um, right. so if you're a new Want to get like if anyone listening wants to get into spirituality or, or go deeper into like finding out themselves um a power now I'll start with that first yeah but.
1: I uh I've I read a bunch of books before well, I might not be ready for it. I don't know I'll check it out though uh I usually read three pages every day okay. because I have so much other shit going on
0: that's actually good though you know why because like sometimes I feel like I should be sitting down and reading like you know a quarter of a book and then I never end up finishing books because I just feel this pressure to ha- get them done. Mm-hmm. But that's actually like really smart to just tell yourself like I'm going to read like five pages a day. Yeah, and that's, I think I, I should set that goal for myself because there are books I want to read, but I just feel like I never have time.
1: Yeah, it's not even that much. Like I was talking to Brett Bailey about it. he says he reads fifteen pages a day and he's read six books this month.
0: Wow. So yeah, that's when dedication you break it Down like that. That's actually so smart. I've never thought about it like that.
1: Mm-hmm yeah, so I, with
0: me, like I have a small attention span, like, so I'll like start reading and I get lost. Um, I should try that.
1: yeah, same here. This is
0: therapeutic for me right now. I'm excited. I feel like I'm gonna to go to Chapters tomorrow and buy some new books. <laughs> me too. I'm kind
1: of low on cash, but when I
2: get cash, <laughs> I'm going to buy
1: books. You're
0: gonna get cash. I will. Not when. Of You're gonna. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wishful thinking.
0: Mindset, mind, Mindset existence. and manifestation. I'm not. T- I'm not joking. How much I've manifested in my life. Yeah. I came from nothing. Started working at 14 years old. Had no money. Had to support myself. Like, yeah. you know, my mom had to like support me and my sister. You know, it was it was tough. And I grew up like in the West End. Like we didn't have a lot. And, like, when people meet me now, they would never believe that that's the life I came from. Mm-hmm. Right? They would think that I just came from probably a well-off family in the suburbs, that I had everything I needed, and that's why I'm successful now. Mm-hmm. Diamonds but, only
2: made under pressure. Man, right?
0: shit, so, I fucking hustled, man. Yeah. I, yeah, I was under pressure my whole life. Um, mm-hmm. Where was I going with that?
2: Oh, we are talking about books.
0: Uh, when I, yes. I was going to say when I get Manifesting. Manifestation, yes, that's right. Uh, but yeah, like, I always just told myself, like, you know what, like, I want this, and I'm going to do it, and then, yeah, behind your manifestation, put the work in, and you can have what you want.
1: Yeah. I cannot wait for what comes in the future, and not even only really with the podcast, but with everything i got going on in general. In life. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We're I love so
2: excited it. for, like, the future. I
1: don't know. It's right? So well, excited.
0: You, you know, like, I'm enjoying sitting across you guys for, right now, because I see all this, like... Hope and excitement and like curiosity in you guys, mm-hmm. and like it's gonna be fun now that we're net- networking and connected. Like to watch you guys grow. Like I look forward to that now.
1: Yeah, totally. You know? cool. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad that. We got around to doing this.
0: I know. Oh my gosh, I know. See, And this—that's the thing, right? Like, work is so busy, and I got sick. Like, thank you for rescheduling. Yeah, like, don't worry sometimes. about it. Yeah, of course. I felt so bad. I'm like, oh my god, we have rescheduled so many times, but like,
1: not a big deal. Running
0: a business, and then also being behind the cheerful time, like, it's insane. Shit
1: happens. Like, it's just my my issue with rescheduling is if like I do my check-ins, and I'm like always reaching out, and I like the person just just never responds. Yeah. Like over like months at a time, though, because I understand everybody's busy, but like I'm busy too. You totally. know, and you're busy as well. And you got back totally. to me, it's it's not a big deal. Please don't worry yeah. about it. It's not a big
0: deal. I know. I just was dying to myself today that when I woke up, I'm like, I'm still fucking sick. Like, the guy rescheduled scheduled for me last time because I was like, and I'm still sick. Like, can I catch a break? Yeah.
1: But not a big deal.
0: You can't, you can't ask yourself, why is this happening to me? I have to be like, what is this trying to teach me? And it's probably I should stop drinking on Saturdays. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that shit ruins your immune system. But it was my friend's birthday, so I had to go out.
3: Yeah,
2: exactly. You always yeah. find an excuse, though. It's, it's true. So true. I always find an excuse to do something. It's you know?
1: like Yeah, I don't drink so I don't really
0: I, I mean, wish I, I had that willpower. I'm I love a, a glass of wine or a few Caesars or some beers every I've, now and then. I never got into it. I've, <laughs> cut, like,
2: par- I've cut party drinking out of my life. Like really? i like I mean I went out for my birthday. Yeah. And that was the last time I went out to party. That's
0: and, awesome. I mean like yeah.
2: I'm more of a smoker. Like I'd rather oh, smoke okay. than drink. So I just never got into it.
1: F- no? Because like my line of thinking was I can't sit still.
3: Yeah.
1: Just in general and if I know a lot of people like oh you know I wanted to party and get my young years out of me I hate that so much people like oh you're young don't worry about it I'm like no no no, I want to do something now like I want to do something meaningful now I want to have purpose now I want to fucking go now like I don't waste time I don't think about things like I mean I think about them a lot but I don't let doubt get in the way of things it's like when I was in high school and people were partying I'm like I'm playing basketball. If I'm getting drunk every weekend, if I'm getting high, what if that ruins my cardio? What if I don't sleep enough? What if I don't eat enough? What if it's ruining my body and I'm not going to be as good of a basketball player? Fuck that. Now it's like oh, I've got so much other things I don't have time to go get drunk. And my unwinding time is like playing video games and I
0: think it's whatever works for you, you know? Yeah, like for exactly. me like I love going out and dancing like for me, I'm not like sitting around just getting hammered at someone's house. Like, <laughs> if I'm going out drinking, it's like to go out with my girlfriends and get dressed up and dance and have fun and just like shake the night away. You know, yeah. like. um... That's not what I
1: thought you did either. Just like no, sitting at home hammering back. Yeah,
0: home. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a few nights a week I might have to. If I'm <laughs> stressed out. Thursday night comes around. You're like, I need yeah. it. <laughs> I don't buy bottles anymore. I buy boxes of wine. <laughs>
1: it's like that episode of SpongeBob when he's like <laughs> pouring get it over,
0: me over that your mouth. <laughs> I need it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, like, um, no, but, like, I enjoy a casual glass of wine, and maybe that comes with age, like, for me, when I get home from work, it's just so nice.
1: Yeah, my cousin, uh, he's a graphic designer in Toronto. He's nice. 30, yeah, and he's like, yeah. yeah, when I come home, I take a hit of a blunt, I have a shot of whiskey,
2: and I'm ready to clock out. Yeah. It's whatever works for people,
1: right? Totally.
0: I mean, yeah. As long, I think as long as it doesn't affect your day-to-day life, you mm-hmm.
2: know? Whatever you do, at, like, whatever you do when, you, like, when doors are closed and you're at home like it's none of no one in I will tell you business. though
0: like going out on the weekends does get tiring like I do regret it the next day like you know this past Sunday because I went out for my girlfriend's birthday and it was one of my best friends so I had to go out like mm-hmm. I definitely say no now to more going out but um, yeah you know I was in bed all day Sunday lounging and like yeah the rest was nice but then I was like wow I could have got so much done today like I, I always have things to get done
3: Yeah.
0: Um. so yeah I definitely that's something I want to try to do Last of is getting, you know, so turned up on the weekend.
1: Maybe that's a blessing in disguise, though. Because, like, yeah. just from obviously talking for the amount of time that we have been, you're a workaholic, right? You oh, I don't love stop. love to get I wake done. up
0: to it and I go to bed to it. Yeah. yeah.
1: So maybe that's just kind of a blessing in disguise.
0: Maybe. It forces me to rest. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Who knows? But like, then, you know,
0: the next day after that, I have all this anxiety. Like, I have so much to catch up on. But
1: yeah. I think hand-in-hand,
0: hand, I guess, eh?
1: Scheduling, right? Yeah. Much it. Okay, so Amber, we're coming down to the end of our time here. Thank you again so much for doing this. Yeah, a lot thank of you
0: fun. guys for having me. This was super fun. Yeah,
1: I really enjoyed this. Uh, is there anything that you kind of like to leave the listeners with before we sign off?
0: Hmm. Um. Basically, just that like, if you want something, you know, put the work in, you can have whatever you want. You know, it, mm. it is true. Yeah. I don't think I liked both my answer both there, but no, it's
2: all good. It's all good. <laughs> Try again a couple
1: months when you come back on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's true though what you're saying is true yeah, like, yeah. No, I agree with you if you yeah. take small steps think it into get... think yeah, it into history I think it's
0: just like yeah realizing like with you saying that you wanted everything now like if I'm going to leave anything with the viewers is everything takes time mm-hmm. and I didn't build my success overnight um, you know I've been doing this for almost a decade and uh, you have to appreciate every step and there's mm-hmm. going to be like monumental failures within your journey but you're also going to have monumental successes and you have to take the good with the bad i've failed so many times um but each failure has taught me so much and i just come back stronger and better because of it so
1: yeah just and the,
0: keep on trucking exactly
1: yeah. and the one regret we do have about this whole thing is that amber likes the celtics oh, oh the cat's out of the bag <laughs> fuck oh, It it's going so well
0: <laughs> uh, sorry, i'm
1: sorry it's
2: okay i forgive you
0: Thanks. at least it's not the lakers Ah. Yeah. Yeah. I mean no, They're the arch nemesis of the Celtics. How could I ever like the Lakers? <sighs> <sighs> they're like my
2: secondary team behind Are they? <laughs> uh, I, I just love LeBron though. Yeah. I love LeBron. Yeah. I
0: feel like there's a lot of people nowadays, um, that just follow LeBron around. Like what one point they're fans of this team or that team or this team.
2: I'm always gonna be I, I'm a, I'm gonna be a Raptors fan until I die, but yeah. it's just like Dude, he's just so good.
0: He's good. He's yeah. Just so
2: good. He's annoying. I hate him. I hate like <laughs> he's such a terrible personality. I but hate like, him. like yeah. he is. But why do oh. you hate him? Because he's great. Yeah, but that's I was makes a good say, villain. that's
0: the mirror of the thing, right? Exactly. You, know, you right. always hate something about someone that you either want or or have that you don't like about yourself.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I don't
1: care about the last place team. Anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for listening with us. Thanks again Amber for being with us. Thanks for having me. This is us signing us this is us signing off on the Shooter's Shoot podcast. Have a great week. See you later. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.
2: This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing new Firehouse Pairs. Pair your favorite small sub with a signature side like the awesome five cheese mac and cheese. And remember, a portion of every purchase at Firehouse Subs goes towards helping first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more
1: lives. Participating in locations only, Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.